What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the SoCo Show. It's episode number 194. This, of course, is the voice of the co-host, Cody Michael, joined, as always, by the so-host, Seth Ott. Hello. Hello. Seth, I'm going to throw, a, I'm gonna throw a, a this or that at you because this is a big holiday week here in the U.S. Um, which is better, May the 4th or Cinco de Mayo? Cinco de Mayo, 100%. No doubt. Uh, big margarita guy. I guess I'm not surprised there. Let's get the opinion of the bro host here as well. At Jared Buckendall. Jared, what are you celebrating this week, man? Tequila! <laughs> ah! Da 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 Barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I what? messed up the lyrics. Okay, run it back, run it back. <laughs> da 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 Tequila. <laughs> there it is. Wow. And Barbie on sauce. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> was there a um when there was the chilies is that what you were doing? Were you doing the chilies the chilies song? Is that where the barbecue sauce came from or are you just thinking about barbecue well, sauce? No, no, no. I, uh, I I I should probably give credit, but there was a TikTok where they were like, what's a lyric in a song that would be better if you mix uh, switched it up? And literally it was 45 seconds of tequila playing and then she said Barbecue sauce. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and all the comments were like, "Yeah, I watched the whole video, and it was well worth it." <laughs> wow, that's pretty funny. There was a guy. You guys might have remembered seeing this. There was a guy who had a video, and he was at a karaoke bar, <laughs> and he did the tequila song. <laughs> and he stands there for like a minute and a half with no lyrics, and then just goes, "Tequila." And then sits there for another, the whole song happens again. So he stood there and he just did it totally straight faced. And it was a big, I think that guy was from Iowa. Really? Um, and it was, uh, yeah, I, my mom, I think mentioned to me that he ended up being on America's Got Talent. Oh yeah, he, he was, he was, he was. What's his talent? Right. Tequila. I don't know. Was it that? Was that yeah, his talent? He, I think I think that that's what he did on the show. Was he literally? Did, I mean, I'm sure it was a stunt thing where they were like trying to get you know a good laugh. But yeah, he stood on stage for like 45 seconds to a minute and just said tequila. Tequila. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's a good joke. That's wild. That's pretty solid. I gotta say though, I I am a big Cinco de Mayo fan. Uh, we are recording on Cinco de Mayo, um, so happy belated everybody. Uh, obviously, I'm a big Cinco de Mayo fan, but I, I'm, I'm a little disappointed that neither of you uh, that neither of you voted for May the Fourth. The Star Wars Star Wars Day is a pretty big deal, right? And well, Star aren't... Wars is clearly not the second best fighting movie of all time, so I it can't be. May oh, the 4th. here we go! Wow, <laughs> holding the grudge, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say let's just say this week's tournament of trivial topics might be just as controversial. Uh oh! <laughs> oh man, I can't wait. I. If I know you, I bet I bet it's you have found a way to somehow fuck over Star Wars in the Matrix. <laughs> oh, and I no. can't wait to I can't oh, wait to see how you've done the, it. <laughs> Revenge of the Fifth right now. <laughs> oh shit. Revenge of the Seth. Ooh. Ooh. There's a movie. Green no, light no. of Hollywood. Where you at? <laughs> no Star Wars this week, but uh it is very uh very timely. We'll just say that. Nice. So uh, I, this is probably a dumb question, Seth, but you 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 did not watch Rogue One on Tuesday. I'll never watch that on a Tuesday, a Wednesday, or any day that ends with Y. Okay, sucks. Uh, 
It sucks. You will not watch it on a boat. Nope. You will not watch it. In a coat. In a coat. Yeah. Yeah. I was having a hard time. Thank you. You bailed me out. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) Jared, did you do anything for uh, Star Wars Day? Did you celebrate? You watch any old stuff? I went and got, uh, spoiler, my second COVID shot. So, uh, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Um, Where's my fucking, don't I have a, I think I have a thing for this, don't I? Where'd it go? Uh, mommy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that was, mommy. That was, that was what I did when she poked me with the needle. And she's like, I don't know you, sir. Um, you're supposed to wait 10 to 15 minutes, but I think you should leave now. And, and also, you don't need to take your pants off. Yeah. That, well, the thing is, whenever I went into the doctor, I'd always take my pants off. And he's like, dude, you're in here for an ear infection. <laughs> Oh, I thought you said rear infection. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you guys are out of control. Oh, man. Oh, man. At least you might as well yeah. get your money's worth if you're going. But basically, uh, I'm a little disappointed because I did not get force powers from that mm. second shot. So um, I think I got a defective dose. Uh, listeners, or- let me know if you got the good dose. Or you can make the joke that every single person has made. Well, I didn't grow the third arm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I haven't heard that one. <laughs> oh, my God. That's all I've seen on fucking Facebook, and it's like oh, mostly really? older people. But Jesus Christ. That That's straight up a dad joke right there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll show you a third arm. <laughs> but I definitely got a third ball now. <laughs> Hello. I've, the one I've seen is um, it, it, they're like jokes about having a tracker in you. Because uh, of that whole thing. Oh yeah, my five G like, is outrageous right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not. I don't. Uh, I don't have any side effects, but my reception is fantastic. Or like, yeah. Um, I saw one today that was like, someone posted. I don't have any negative side effects, but Melinda, please take me back. It's Bill. <laughs> Did you see? And I, I don't think it was his account for for real, but he there was a post on Instagram on Lizzo's Instagram. That was something. She was like doing some sort of like sexy pose or whatever, wearing like lingerie. I think I don't know. I didn't see the post itself. I just saw his comment, and it was like, "Give me them sweet cheeks" or something like that. <laughs> Give me what I want. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man, I gotta look I this up it. now. Yeah, I've seen I've seen quite a few good photoshops. Um, that probably that was probably a photoshop of, of him now being single and like there was one that it was like women in my area with the vaccine and it was it was him searching for people on a dating website. <laughs> I like the thought of of uh, Bill Gates and Lizzo. I'm gonna ship them as a couple. Um, big 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 fan. I think I think love is in the air with those two. Yeah, that that was definitely a photoshop, but. Um... I thought it was still pretty funny. Oh yeah, Bill Gates getting out there, getting out there and living the life, man. When you got that kind of money, hit up anyone, hit up anyone and everyone. Yep. It's not going to be Microsoft yep. when when he's around. Oh, oh my yo. good god! <laughs> oh, that's nasty! Wow. Shut the show down. <laughs> that is the joke. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, Just want to so sit good. with that one for a second. God. Yeah, that was a good. One. I tried to think of one. I can't. I couldn't even follow it. That's what I was. I mean, for. you you could say something about it like a hard drive, but you know, yeah, or a floppy hard disk. drive. Yeah, that's a good. Ooh. <laughs> Those are both good ones. Those are both good ones. Yeah, I I don't have for whatever reason. 
It is dry. Man, I, are you doing okay? I, you couldn't think of boat, a rhyme with boat? You couldn't think of a, a computer joke? I know. I'm kind of concerned. This time I went in, I went internal, and I was like, you got to have one up here, Co. Come on. And I literally heard the cricket sound that they oh, played. Oh, no. There's just nothing upstairs. It's gonna be a good show. Not for me, but maybe you get you guys are on the roll so far. So don't let me hold you up. Holy cow! <laughs> We're just gonna be like an hour into the show, and Cody's gonna like just yell out hard drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope so. Gosh, I, even if it's delayed, I'd be fine with it. Want to uh, want to quickly point out for our listeners before we before we keep going here, our next live uh, live Soco show is going to be on the YouTube at Jared Buckendall on. May 20th, uh, that's a couple Thursdays away from the release of this episode, 8 p.m. Central Time. Hope you'll join us there and, uh, and join up in the conversation and uh, join us in the comments. We're having a lot of fun doing those, so hope you'll join us there. I think I need to get titillated. I think that's the problem I have. Mm-hmm. I, I can't come up with any puns yet because I'm not warmed up. So, Seth, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and fire up that titillator so we can get into this. <gasps> Titillating topics. All right, titillator. She's getting warmed up. Ooh. Um... Just like Bill Gates is right now, getting trying to get back out there. He's getting warmed up, getting that penis worked out, and so uh, we're gonna we're gonna work doing out some, the, the he's out there doing some cock push-ups. He, yeah, he is. No hands. Oh uh, no. <laughs> all right, titillator is fired up. Uh, she's ready to go. So let's go ahead and uh, pull the ripcord. This is an interesting one. What do you fear is hiding in the dark? Oh no! Is this, is this like a multiple choice, or is this like anything? No. The multiple choice comes in one of our next few segments, but this one is okay. This one is well, this is soul- my first ever show, so I don't know how this works. <laughs> <laughs> this one is a soul search. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta uh, look deep within yourself and figure out what's hiding in the dark. Well, I'm glad you brought this up because... Mine um, is a fear of failure. Oh, no. It just walks oh, out, wow. and it's a, a test from sixth grade, and it has a giant <laughs> F circled in red on it, and you're like, oh. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> no, when I, when I was back home, uh, I was at my parents' place, and I was downstairs, and there is a very long hallway, and the light switches are kind of in... Um, not the best spots, but yeah, I kind of had a little bit of a, of a fear that what if just a strange like i mean if it was like uh like the grudge or something like that running on all fours out of the darkness that is terrifying um yeah don't do that especially since i'm downstairs by myself right now too um (laughs) i think anything that you hear like foot stomping and then you finally see is absolutely Mm -hmm. terrifying we have that in common there was a a scene of that in was it his house? Is that the movie from last oh, year that dude, had that? Oh, dude, yes. Oh no, that was yeah, that was really that was actually frightening. Yeah, that scared the shit out of me. I think about that often. <clears throat> well, the the paranormal activity too, like where they're kind of like standing in the hallway and then they fucking chase after you. Oh yeah. When you were in the That's theater and upsetting. pooped your pants. That was bad. I got, I was the floor was sticky and I ended up basically laying on it, so that wasn't fucking very fun. But I. Around here, so I, I live alone, and um, I, I, it's, it's actually rare that I get creeped out, like, at night around here, but I think a big part of that is my, I actually keep my apartment pretty well lit, like, when, even when all the lights are off, like, the, my blinds are typically open. I'm on the second floor, so I don't really worry about anyone looking into my house, so 
um, my blinds are usually open just enough and you know, the moonlight or the, you know, the street lights outside or whatever, it's never really dark in my place. And that's kind of on purpose. I, I don't like the dark. Um, I think there are, there's a couple movie monsters that live only in the dark. Um, a darkness falls had one of them. It was like the evil tooth fairy or some shit. And then, oh, um, no. and then the one from lights out was the other one where you can flick the light on and off and you can only see it when the light's off and it, that that fucking creeped me out big time so those are the things that i because my apartment's laid out well in terms of the light switches so i'm never far from getting the light on but the idea of thinking i see something and then turning the light on and it's gone and then having to turn it off again that scares the shit out of me so yeah. anything that anything that i can't see with the light on but is there in the dark that would be my answer that that idea of that gives me the heaps big time I've- I think I'm kind of the same way. Like, uh, it reminds me of Hereditary. That's something I still kind of think about. Where there's like parts of that movie where you think you see stuff in a corner, and they don't like really reveal it. Mm-hmm. It's like very faint. It's like a very faint outline outline of a person or whatever. And they, and they kind of hide it almost at times too. Um, that's the type of shit that that scares. Like, where if I were to think, like like you said, like think I see someone standing there. Um, I don't. I don't typically turn the lights on because I'll typically just like talk myself out of it and be like, "Ah, there's nothing there." Um, one of these times, there might be someone there. Who knows? Yikes! Um, but uh, that, I think that's that's kind of like it's usually preceded by like an or the, like before like there's a noise that I think I hear and like maybe I look in a corner or something and I'm like, maybe there's something standing there. But no, I mean otherwise no. I have my lights off on almost all the time when I'm home, uh, and it's like you can't see very much in my in my uh room so it's like i'm not really afraid of the dark but if i hear something and then i look like maybe that i think the one thing that that i do that does happen somewhat often is like i have a curtain kind of that hangs up in the doorway because like i have my own like living room where i live and then there's a kitchen and another living room so i have a curtain up between my living room and the kitchen um just you know to reduce noise and whatever and if the light's on in the kitchen and like maybe the curtain moves or something, I might think like something moved out in like outside the curtain. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that, that's probably the typically the, the most common thing, but otherwise I'm not really, the dark doesn't scare me. The dark never <laughs> bothered me anyway. Um, I think the thing is the hack. This is a hack for listeners out there for you two. Um, if you are maybe worried that someone is in your house, it's dark or anything, get butt naked. Because in the movies, no one's attacking a completely butt-naked person. So I think you might be safe 50% of the time, maybe. It really depends. Um, take that knowledge and do what do what you want with it. I don't know. I, I feel like a ghost would... I, I'd be more afraid of the ghost, like, making fun of me if I was naked. Like, I'd be... I'd be... I'd be like in bed and there'd be a noise and I'd take all my clothes off and then from the corner of my room I would hear squirrel nuts. <laughs> that's even worse than getting frightened for me. Yeah. I don't want anyone making fun of my nards, you know? <laughs> nards. <laughs> well, now that we're sufficiently creeped out, I think I think let's listen to Blech. Seth whisper some more. <laughs> Titillating topics. There we go. I missed the opportunity to use this one, but you know, can't get them all. That's okay. You know, who's not afraid of the dark. I would wager WWE legend and hall of famer, the iron Sheik. Let's see what he's up to. I call you a punk. 
Iron Goddamn Sheik. We're talking this week. He brings up a good point here. Um, something that I agree with. Because uh, I'm not I'm not a big cereal fan. But if I have a real sweet tooth, there's one cereal that I do do enjoy um, because of, of the nature of what it is. Uh, so Iron Sheik says, I remember when the cookie crisp used to taste like the cookies. What the fuck happened there, Bubba? Asking the real questions, <laughs> Iron Sheik is. What I love about this is it suggests that the Iron Sheik used to eat cookie crisps and that he still eats cookie crisps. Isn't he like 65 years old? That guy Probably loves older. his cookie crisp. I mean... I don't. I haven't had. That's one of the cereals that we weren't really allowed to have at my house. That like there was a line where my parents were like, "All right, that's not fucking breakfast." So I, I never really had them. <laughs> but I do know. I think I know what he's talking about, right? Like they change the shapes and the sizes of the cookie crisps. Do you, if you guys eat those, like, do, is is he right? Like, is, is it is it bullshit now? I haven't had cookie crisp in quite. I I actually did have it. I had I had I bought a box of it during the beginning of the pandemic, and uh, it. I didn't really notice a difference, but again, I don't eat cereal almost ever. Like like we've talked about, I I eat glizzies for I used to eat glizzies for breakfast when oh, I was a kid. No, <laughs> I haven't had cookie crisp in a long time. Uh, I'm looking at the box art right now. Uh, I don't know what year, but they replaced the the. Did you guys know that the uh, mascot is like a wolf? Yeah, he's uh, like a thief, right? Mm-hmm. Well, cookie crisp. Yeah. See, okay, yeah. Yeah. Seth, exactly what you just did, but I remember it being like a cop and a boogler, or boogler, ugh, like a, th- I can't even fucking talk right now. Booger uh, man? Booger yeah, the booger man. Um, it was like a cop and a thief or whatever, and I think that you stealing the cookie crisp. I just remember the wolf. Huh. Yeah, you're right, Jared. That's old, it's old school, but it's, it's a thing. Um, I just Googled cookie crisp thief, and yeah, there's a whole line of them, and the dog... There was an old version of the dog that somehow must have interacted with those two. But yeah, the, the guy would try to steal the cookie crisp, and then I guess the dog, it looks like the dog would just howl afterwards. Cool. So. Cookie crisp. Cookie crisp. Yeah, I like that better. <laughs> I did just see one more tweet uh, just, just about a half hour ago from Iron Sheik, and I, I think this is, might be another good question. Uh, so I'll, 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 uh, I'll propose this question to you guys. He says, I have a question for the Bruce Willis. How the fuck did you not know it was the dead people the whole time? Pay attention, Bubba. <laughs> wow. wow. I love this because that also suggests that the sheep just watched The Sixth Sense. Which yep. is, that's rewarding to know about him. I don't know. I don't I, know what. He must do the most random shit all day because he'll d- talk about random like shows and movies and cookie crisp. And then he'll talk about sports and wrestling. Like He, he might be the most diverse person of all time like he, he has he all kinds of should start a podcast he should and we should we should offer to start one with him since yeah, we already we have should. we've increased his listener base uh, his fan base by at least 20 so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah we can really bring the bring the numbers I would love to do that Sheik cast Seth start thinking of a name for, for the Iron Sheik's podcast I'm sure we could get something creative um, how about how about this the camel um, cast ooh, camel cast <laughs> that one's taken um, oh no oh, that's nasty <laughs> What about, uh, well, I mean, this doesn't include you guys, but if it was just me and the Sheik, then we could call it Squirrel Nuts and the Sheik. I think that would be, <laughs> I think that'd be a good name, Squirrel Nuts and the Sheik, but I don't know. We'll have to get in touch with him. We'll have to get in touch with him. So I think, uh, I think it's because he's retired and I think he's just living the dream. Like <laughs> he, he can do whatever he wants whenever he feels like it. So 
you know, he felt like watching The Sixth Sense and then he felt like eating some cookie crisp and, you know, I'm jealous. That's, that's mm-hmm. not the kind of shit I can do. Um, well, actually, I could do both of those things. There's nothing that stops me from doing that. <laughs> good idea. Uh, potentially setting up a solid Saturday, if that's what you want to look into. Iron Sheik enjoying a lot of good stuff. You get a fucking cookie and a star. That's going to do it for Sheik Tweets. I call you a punk. All righty, let's shout out our sponsors here. First of all, audibletrial.com slash SoCo. Hit the link in the description box. You're going to get 30 days of Audible and your first book for free. Free. If you're looking for a book recommendation, I just picked up, it was, it's a new Andy Weir novel. Andy Weir wrote The Martian. Um, I had pre-ordered this book and I can't even remember the name of it because I ordered it like a few weeks ago. Um, let's see if I can pull this. Potato But if you liked The man. Martian, The Martian... <laughs> It's it's actually the sequel to that one. Uh, Project Hail Mary is what it's called. It's another kind of space adventure, probably some pretty realistic science-y stuff like in The Martian, which The Martian was one of, that was one of the first books I got on Audible, and that's an incredible listen if you get a chance to do that one. So, And then if you find you like it, Project Hail Mary is out now. You can get it for free if you get to audibletrial.com slash SoCo. Sounds too religious to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, very, very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Holy. It's very holy. All right, who's next here? We got Mathis Designs. Go find our good friend Steph at mathisdesigns.com for all your stationery and graphic design needs or to commission a piece of your own. Get that piece, what, what? <laughs> yes. What, what, indeed. <laughs> get, if you'd like to get yourself a piece of Mike's wood... Head over to etsy.com slash shop slash cornfed and wed to get your woodworked. Oh, Mike. That was a good one. That was a good one. Might have to say that for a sounder. Um, <laughs> if you're looking for some tunage, get out to Spotify. Check out Friday After Class. Um, that is NPA and Jack on the weekends. Also check out NPA's solo page. Uh, both would be good Spotify follows. I've got a little bit of news uh, around NPA and Spotify and Friday After Class. I, I can't reveal what the date is yet to you all, but what I can tell you is that there is a release scheduled for Glizzy's for Breakfast, and there's also potentially going to be some additional surprises coming down the road um, on, the, on the Spotify. So you are going to really want to make sure and get out there Make sure you are following Friday After Class and NPA so that you don't miss out on anything. Hopefully we'll be able to announce some stuff really soon, um, but I can tell you that the wait is is not long for Glizzy's for breakfast. So get over there and make sure that you can catch that uh, on release so that I can make a million bucks. That's why I sleep till noon. All right, also NPA and J-Buck are Room 56 Studios. They're helping you take your creative idea to the next level. Uh, utilizing their, uh, their their video editing, audio editing, graphic design, all of those things, whatever you want to take your idea out of your head and put it on the web or in a video or wherever it is you want folks to see it, um, head over to room56studios.com to figure out how they can help you out. Waka waka. And last but not least, our friends over at Anchor, that's our podcast hosting service. I, I haven't mentioned this yet, but um, Anchor was acquired by Spotify uh, not too long Uh-oh. ago. Uh-oh. And oh, no. there's some potentially pretty exciting features uh, that are going to be coming out because of Spotify. Um, they're beta testing a few things for podcasters that we're, we're hoping to eventually get to use, probably a little ways off. But um, 
looks like we're in a good in a, in a good spot with Anchor. So uh, it's it's a really great place. Let's go to a quick 30 second ad just about them in general here. All right, and don't forget, Anchor is obviously the best place to leave us voicemail. Uh, head over there, click leave a message, and you can record yourself asking us a question, ask us to settle a bet, give us your hot take, do your best Iron Cheek impression. Uh, whatever it is you want to do, that's the best place to make sure that your voice is heard on the podcast. Uh, if we do get some voice messages, we'll go ahead and play those on the live show coming up on May 20th. Finally, Anchor is also the place to go if you want to become an Anchor contributor, or as we like to call them, Anchor Wankers. These are Wanker. our elite list Wanker. of top-notch SoCo fans who are dropping a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, um, sending it to the show every month to keep the show going and growing. Big thanks out to all of our existing Anchor Wankers, Wanker. and um, really appreciate anyone who will follow the link in the description box and go become an Anchor Wanker for the first Wanker. time today. It's a great time to do so. We're about to start rolling out some pretty exciting new stuff for the podcast, so keep an ear out for some fun announcements. Um, and just know if you're an existing wanker that uh, your, your money's going to some, some fun and exciting things that we're excited to share with you guys very, very soon. So, again, uh, if you're not a wanker, uh, great time to start. Or make sure you just share this episode out with some friends. Help us grow the party a little bit and bring some new folks in. Help us grow that anchor wanker number to 25 so we can get an exclusive NPA track released right here on the show. So lots to look forward to in Anchor Wankership as well. Wake up. What, what? All righty. Now, uh, now that we got the bills paid, as they say, Cha-ching. we're going to get into a little bit of uh, a little bit of debating. Seth potentially going to try to get some revenge on Jared and I from last week. We're going to get into our tournament of trivial topics. A tournament of trivial topics. Fight. Maybe not necessarily revenge on you guys, but uh, based off of what this brackets are on, you might have revenge of the shit after you consume these things. Ooh, uh, because it's a this food one. It's a food one. Uh, again, we talked uh, earlier that today that we're recording is Cinco de Mayo. So I went, uh, we're doing a shorter bracket. We're doing an eight instead of 16. Um, might give us a little more time to debate some of these. I think we've had all of these, uh, or most of them. Um, but uh, this is going to be uh, Mexican fast food restaurants. <laughs> oh, uh, fuck. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> Let's do this. So uh, we are going to uh, run, run down the list here. Again, shorter bracket, but I think this one uh, might have some debate, especially now that we have a West Coaster um, on, on yeah, the... Yeah, you're uh, fucking ain't right. Uh, on the squad here. So, first off, I think this one's probably the easiest of them all. It's Taco Bell versus and Fuzzy. Subway. No, that's not Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> it's not El Subway. Well, it, it, it would, it would, that, Subway would qualify for Revenge of the Shit, though. If that was <laughs> uh, we have Taco Bell versus Fuzzy's Tacos. This is I, I don't know if this is nationwide, but it's it's uh, I know it's pretty prevalent around here. Fuzzy's? Uh, yeah. Taco Bell versus Fuzzies. I'm voting Taco Bell. Jared, what do you think? <sighs> I mean, the thing is, Taco Bell is kind of the old reliable. You know, you look yep. at your menu, you could throw $5 out, you get like 16 things. Um, mm-hmm. so you, you always get, know what you're getting. Yeah, that, that's the thing is like everything. Explosive is, diarrhea. Basically, in the kitchen, there's four <laughs> ingredients. Yes, it's explosive diarrhea for sure. But the kitchen has about four to five ingredients, and they just make 16 different things with those ingredients. Fuzzies, when I first had it, it was great. 
any other time after straight toilet taco. Um, right? Like, that – we've had it – I think – I know I've had it with Cody a few times. Mm-hmm. And I know the first time we had it, it I mine wasn't great. And oh, really? The second time was a little better. Um, but even so, Taco Bell, like I said, you always know what you're getting. For me, Taco Bell is – I don't eat it for like a meal most of the time. Like for unless I'm like on the go. Like like if if like let's say like Jared. Like I think we got it once when we did a did a road trip. Like that's the type of situation. It's yeah, like that's we can both agree upon it. Or like late night meal, like fourth meal or hungover meal. And that's it's the food. thing. I always appreciate Taco Bell because two Crunchwrap Supremes, no hangover the next day. Happen every <laughs> single time. Two Crunchwrap Supremes, cure to a hangover. I so on, actually I can vouch for that. I have seen this is back up back in our partying days. Uh, yeah. We would go to the bar and Seth could be completely blacked out asleep in the back seat, and if we were rolling through the Taco Bell drive-through, he would always have the wherewithal to wake up and go two Crunchwrap Supremes, and, <laughs> and then like and then obviously you know eat them when we got home or whatever. But that is so ingrained. And I, would feel great um, I only day. eat one Crunchwrap Supreme, but it, I, I can vouch for its ability at fighting off. The, uh, the hangover. What I will say about Fuzzy's Tacos is that it fucking sucks. And <laughs> if you like it, I don't like you. Like, don't consider yourself to be my friend if you think Fuzzy's is fucking great. I am very anti. I would rather put hot sauce into my ear than go into Fuzzy's Tacos. Oh, wow. I, I am passionately anti that fucking place. You know how few places manage to fuck tacos up? It's very hard to do. Mm-hmm. And Fuzzy's, to me, has done that at least the two or three times that I've been there. I have yet to enjoy my experience at Fuzzy's, and I know I'm hard on these fucking people, but I think it's because someone told me they were amazing before the first time I went, and I was like, no, they suck. And it, it was just so much more upsetting because I had high expectations. So <laughs> I am very anti-Fuzzy's and pro-Taco Bell in this situation. Crunchwrap Supreme potentially has the ability to carry Taco Bell all the way through this tournament. I will say that at the <laughs> outset. Yeah, I was curious. I was going to ask for, like, a specific time or a specific thing that they did wrong to you at Fuzzy's. Do you ha- do you remember anything, or was it just potentially the overhype, and then you realized that, oh, this is literally, I could make a better taco at home? I, I think for it's me, that. the one that, yeah, but I also think, like, I had a burrito there one time, and it oh, was wow. missing, like, one ingredient, uh, ingredient and then, like, yeah, the it shell. was... Yeah, and then it was, like, almost all rice. Like, there was fucking no meat in it. It was just, like, they took nine scoops of rice and said, here you go. Hey, man, they're trying to cut the costs anywhere they can. And then I think the other time I had it, it was tastier, but they put entirely too much cheese sauce on it. I know, like, normally cheese sauce is a good thing, but it was, like, soaking the fucking thing. (laughs) It was, like, it was a mess. It was a pool. If anything, you should have gotten a side of chips with it, so then you, you know, you <laughs> dip it in. Hmm. I don't... Yeah, obviously, my, my vote is for Taco Bell. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't tell you specifically what I hated about Fuzzies, but I, I know... I, I specifically remember disliking it actively. And there's a lot of food where I'm like, oh, it's fine. But this... I it, It's very rare for me to be like, no, I disliked that food, and this was one of those cases. If I'm remembering correctly... I, it could have been like they they had shitty tortillas maybe their soft shell tortillas maybe were bad or or maybe their meat wasn't as good or they they weren't like they didn't fill their tacos up as much as other places and maybe they were expensive compared to what I thought I was getting I don't know those are those are some reasons that it could potentially have been but I've really tried to purge it from my memory so I I really don't even know what what was bad specifically 
Yeah. And I don't think well, that's unfair. Fuck that. Place. Well, the thing is too, like, I mean, it really kind of, I wouldn't say here's a, you know, a, oh, well, it depends what you order, but they do have more, you know, there's the chicken, there's the pork, there's the fajita style, there's uh, fish tacos, shrimp tacos. Um, I've but, had a handful of them, not all of them, but they all are pretty, you know, subpar. And they don't have two so Crunchwrap Supremes. Nope. See, yep. that's the thing. Like, yeah, now that you're saying that they don't have, like, the, that signature thing. Hmm. Except bad food. Also, I don't want to <laughs> eat it. Any, I, I don't want to eat it any place named Fuzzies either. That sounds it's gonna, like it's going to be terrible. I just picture like a like a dust bunny sitting on top of it. I understand the joke that they're going for, but I I just don't think a, a restaurant is the place for a sex pun. Yeah, I, I just don't. I, I'm like, curious. I, you know, I, I like uh, fuzzy I, tacos as much as the next guy, I, but like, don't name a restaurant that. <laughs> there, there's a couple places like that around here. So there's Fuzzy's Tacos. There's um, Rusty Taco. There's uh, Pink Taco. Like I don't know who's naming these taco joints, but like just call it like Mexican food. Like yeah, I would go there or just, because the Rusty Taco that just sounds gross. Mm-hmm. I don't want to eat anything well, rusty. Poop in my taco. Exactly. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they put refried beans on everything, I guess. Oh no! I don't want to think about that. <laughs> We've got a truck here called the roast beef taco. That one's pretty good. Oh, no. <laughs> That's not true. Oh, no. Yum. That would be a gross taco. Um, <laughs> all right, I'd, I'd try ta- it once. <laughs> Taco Bell moves on. We are moving on to the next round here. We have, uh, I think, uh, probably Cody's favorite of the list here, Del Taco. Um, yeah! Which is pr- primarily West Coast, going against going against a more national chain, I think, Moe's Southwest Grill. Wait, what the hell is Moe's Southwest Grill? I've only well, seen it in airports. There's probably like two of them in Des Moines. Really? Mm-hmm. Moe's? Mm-hmm. Like, I gotta look this up. I think I've eaten at Moe's, but it, I, I'm almost certain it was just at an airport. Um, I'm going to be pretty emphatically Del Taco here, and since Jared's mm-hmm. looking something up, I'm going to give you some time here and talk about why I love Del Taco. Here's what I love about Del Taco. For one, it's fast. For two, it's it's relatively cheap. Like, you can get a lot of food for not a lot of money. It's it's not quite as cheap as I would as maybe like Taco Bell, um, but I think you get more food for what you're paying. They have a really good fish taco. And for, for being a fast food place, they've got surprisingly good soft shell tortillas. Um, they've got the Del Taco, which is, you know, pretty standard taco, but you can get it soft or hard. I'm a big soft shell taco person. I don't get crispy tacos, so I couldn't speak to those. But a couple of highlights from Del Taco specifically is they do have some creative uh, menu items, kind of like Taco Bell. They've got like these um, like donut hole type things, those, you know, like little bread balls. Um, but they're like cinnamony and they've got cream on the inside. They're so fucking delicious. Taco Bell has those. They're the cinnamon delights. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, so those are at Del Taco. Um, you, the, the drinks you get at Del Taco are fucking huge. (laughs) That, that always sticks out to me. I can barely put a small Del Taco drink in my cup holder. Tacos are always fire, but the coup de gras, the piece de resistance, you, you get fucking French fries with your tacos at Del Taco. (laughs) The penis resistance. Yeah, well, that's oh god, I'm not gonna step on that one. They're crink, they're fat ass crinkle cut fries. They're perfectly salted, and they come with every combo meal. Are you fucking kidding me? Now, if you're at home thinking, "Why well, do I want French fries with my tacos?" You're fucking stupid, okay? Because 
it is it is the thing you didn't know you needed i don't i i have a hard time eating tacos without french fries now that is what del taco <laughs> has done for me it is it is a game changer when you start having i'm being very demonstrative no one can see me in my house but i'm very excited about del taco mm-hmm. and i am gonna fight tooth and nail to take it to the end i'm telling you that right now well, okay del taco is my vote so I, I'm looking up this Moe's, and just from the website and their logo and the way they have their menu laid out, um, they straight up took the style guide from Taco John's. So there's that. I think this company has an identity crisis because of that. <laughs> but also I'm going through, and there's something called a stack. And a stack is essentially a crunch wrap Supreme straight up. Uh, I don't know if it has the same ingredients. It has two crunchy corn shells inside of a tortilla. It's It's – grilled and everything so i think that this moe's is just trying to cash in on other people's it's it's blatant it's plagiarism essentially it's actually pretty good i've had it a couple times okay um, you can you can you know you know go on your crunch wrap supreme crusade here um <laughs> but i i'm gonna go del taco even though the first time i had it straight trash oh wow when i was out in, in bend i ordered the wrong thing and it was garbage um, Look, man, it's it's not it's not Del Taco's fault you didn't order fries. I know, and that's see, that's like... the thing is, I knew that I ordered the wrong thing. I will admit it. Well, at least you know that. Um, you got to get you back out for another round. I know, I know, and get some of those crinkle crut, crinkle cut fries. Yeah, so for Del Taco or for Moe's, I've had Moe's a couple times. It's definitely more like I think it's mid- between fast food and restaurant. Um, they have some pretty decent like burritos, um, pretty decent like nachos. I don't know about the tacos. I never had those, but um, I, I enjoy it. Uh, it's not my favorite. I would probably vote Del Taco over it just because it's faster and uh, they have the fries. Um, I will say with Del Taco, though, their their tacos weren't anything to write home about. I, I prefer other fast food tacos over them, but having French fries is pretty nice uh, because I will always eat a good crink- crinkle cut fry. I could be eating spaghetti. I could be eating tacos. I could be eating ice cream. If you have some good crinkle cut fries, I'll eat them. See, that's why they're the coup de gras. I don't even know if that if I don't know if I'm using coup de gras right, but I know pièce de résistance is that's right. So that's why they're the pièce de résistance. And also, just a heads up, I kind of did. I tried to keep this more of a nationwide chain thing. So um, I don't know if we've had this next one, one of these next ones. I know we've we've probably all had Chipotle, Chipotle, Chipotle. Um, uh, but it's Panchies? going up against. <laughs> no, because that, that's not better na- be on this list. It's not a national chain. It's basically oh. just Iowa. Um, I'd vote but, for Panchies uh, over Chipotle for just for the record. I, mm-hmm. I would too. Yeah, they Monteros bob your, is the they best. They bob your burrito. Exactly. Yep. But it's going up against yeah. El Pollo Loco, which I don't. I I don't think I've had that. I don't know if you guys have had it. I think I've had it. Once. Isn't that a chicken joint? Uh, it has tacos. They're a taco place. Oh. Maybe I'm thinking of Los Pollos Hermanos. That's a chicken joint, right? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely chicken place, yeah. I have – I so I don't have um, – Chipotle is the only kind of burrito place of that type that we've got here in town. <clears throat> Not literally, but of the nationwide variety. And I used to be very anti-Chipotle when I had um, Qdoba or uh, Panchis <laughs> as alternatives. But – um, since I've been eating more and more Chipotle, I have really come to enjoy it. There are things I would choose over it, but um, I get Chipotle probably every other week or so. Um, and in addition to their burritos, which obviously get most of the press, pretty solid tacos as well. I've really enjoyed getting into those. So I, I can pretty comfortably vote for Chipotle here. I've never had these other uh, these other pollo guys, but 
I'm, I'm a Chipotle fan. I, I've recently converted to, to being able to say that. Yeah, I've had a Chipotle quite a bit more. I think I've had El Pollo Loco once. Um, but scouring their menu, I will say the one thing they got going for them is that you can get some, uh, essentially what it's looking like is either grilled or broasted chicken or uh, fried chicken mm-hmm. uh, with your taco. And, I mean, I, I love chicken. But I don't think it's going to put it over Chipotle just because, again, I, I've only had Pollo Loco once. I did not get the chicken, so i got to go with uh, the one I've had more. Yeah, that, that's kind of where I'm at, too. I, I, you know, Chipotle is, is definitely not going to be at the top of my list of burrito choices, but um, it's pretty well known, uh, and I've never had El Pollo Loco, so I'm going with Chipotle. All right, Might be some Californians I'll... screaming at the radio right now, but that's fine. <laughs> the restaurant, it does look like a nice menu. I've... I, there's a chance if I had eaten it, maybe it could surpass Chipotle, but mm-hmm. I, I haven't gotten a chance to. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll seek it out, though, next time I have an opportunity. All righty. Then our final round here is going to be um, previously mentioned by Cody Kudoba versus Ooh. the place where there's a whole lot of Mexican going on, Taco John's. Oh, shit. The border. It's Taco John's for me all the way, uh, all day, every day. Taco John's. I grew up on Taco John's uh, Taco every Taco Friday. Juanitos? Hell, yeah. I would uh, I would look forward to every uh, like December when uh, they would play the the Taco Bell or Taco John's commercial. Oh yeah, Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Yeah. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> and it would just show a still of a Taco John's restaurant. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, I love those commercials. Taco John's baby, all the way. Yeah, Qdoba, I mean, I, I lump that I never had in, that either. I, I lump it into the same genre of, like, a Chipotle or a Panchis. Like, it's a burrito place. Um, if we're going for, because what, what are we voting on? Mexican places, fast food, Mexican places? I, I want a variety of things when I go somewhere. I don't want just a, a burrito or, you know, you, you don't include the shell and put it in a bowl and say it's a taco salad. Like, give me some Olays. Give me something crunchy. Give me a, you know, a churro. I mean, that's what Taco John's has. They have mm-hmm. some delicious churros. Um, yep. And I love, I love getting Olays and then like basically a six pack and a pound. Like think of what they have on their menu as well. Fuck yeah. So I got to go uh, Taco, Taco John's all the way. Yep. This Taco Bell gets my vote. Five words, six pack and a pound. That's all you fucking need. If that was the only thing on their menu, they would still go deep in this tournament. It's For me, it's easy here. Taco John's. All the way. All right. We are in our final four. This one's a tough one here. Um, we have Taco Bell versus Del Taco. <laughs> can I just can I just say I live in a town where I have Del Taco and Taco Bell, and I'm the only one that can say this, which is why I wanted to go first. I have I could not tell you the last time I chose Taco Bell over Del Taco when both were an option. Typically if I'm going to Taco Bell, it's because Del Taco is already closed. So I'm gonna vote for Del Taco here. Again, don't forget about them fries. <laughs> and uh, and I, I just want you guys to consider that and consider my so, input when, you, when, when you're making your votes here. Del Taco is going to be the one for me. So I know you're rooting for it also because you're in Bend and that, you know, that's something that distinguishes you. Uh, you know, you, you, you like to have the Del Taco. You like to pimp it up because, again, we can't have it. But Taco <laughs> Everyone Bell, who visits, I take them there. Like I it's know. a tourist attraction. <laughs> <laughs> Taco Bell for me is something that's been around in my life since I was a child. You see, we would uh, we had Taco Johns, um, and I've always loved Taco Johns, always will. But Taco Bell was a treat 
growing up. That was something that if we were going to Waterloo, we were taking that 45-minute drive, damn sure we're getting Taco Bell because we don't get to have it all the time. We'd only go to, to Waterloo a couple, you know, like a handful of times a year. So it was something that I, I would randomly crave and I would always look forward to. It doesn't matter if my mom wanted to go shopping uh, for clothes or not go to the Toys R Us like I wanted. At the end of the day, if we got Taco Bell, everything was good. Then, later on in life, like I've just said, as I've gotten older and now live in a city where Taco Bell is very available to me, I've Taco Bell uh, has a new meaning. Uh, it meant to me it, it was going to be the thing I looked forward to at the end of the night. Uh, once all the, the drinking and dancing was done, I could be uh, looking forward to two Crunchwrap Supremes. So, for me, it's Taco Bell. It just means too much to me. Man, Man. you guys are going to put this on me, huh? Um... So I'm scouring the menu of Del Taco right now. They got some things that are popping out to me that obviously Taco Bell does not have. These loaded French fries. There's many different ones where you can get some chili, some cheese, some craziness. Also, they have burgers. So if you're wanting to get a burger um, at a Mexican place, uh, you can get it here. Um, that is all. I forgot that they had those. It's every time I look at it on the menu, I'm like, I always think, why the fuck would I get that? I I, I, I mean it was. There was one called the Barbecue Ranch Bacon Burger, and I was like, that kind of sounds pretty good. What are um, they doing there? But, yeah, who's who's getting burgers from there? Please, if someone listen is listening and you get a burger at a Mexican place, please let us know who hurt you because we need to know. Um, but Taco Bell, the one thing that I love, and they I feel betrayed by it, the deception, essentially, is I always – it was a dollar – 29 on the value menu the beefy fritos burrito it was mm. fritos it was beef it was cheese it was a wrap goddamn fritos and it tacos. was so good and then they just whoosh, took it off the menu one day and i feel again betrayed but again out of these two i gotta go with taco bell i've had, del taco has not proven itself i think it's a thing that there cody you, go. you got to you got to order Whatever you think is the best, you order for me and I'll eat it. I think that that's what we got to do next time. But right now, my my loyalty is to uh, the old Bell of Tacos. Plus, they had a Chihuahua as a mascot. Hmm. Quiero Taco Bell. Yep. Yo quiero Taco Bell. They had that. <laughs> I got to tell you guys, this is maybe the saddest I've been in a long time. Um, I understand. I get it. I get. I understand your votes, but this one hurts. I'm not gonna lie. Um, what I will say is. When, we, when you guys are back out here, and, and Jared, when we can get you an optimal meal experience at Del Taco, we're going to come back to this and re-vote. <laughs> and, <laughs> and retroactively, and per- we're going to name Del Taco the I, champion. I, I feel like, yes, I, I've uh, Del Taco I've given an unfair shake to because of uh, – I was actually looking at the menu. They still have what I ordered, and it was like a habanero chicken wrap. And straight up, it was – not good. Garbage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Garbage. Garbage. I think I. I think I can sway you. I don't think I'm moving Seth. He made a very no. emotional appeal. It brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> Thank so you. Well, I, yeah. That's I'm just gonna is... focus in on getting Jared to switch here. <laughs> yeah. He, he's got the. Power you only need of one vote. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then the next matchup here, uh, we have Chipotle against Taco John's. And again, if we're going emotional for me. Where I did have Taco John's a lot, but that's the thing I looked forward to every single Friday. I knew I was going to go get to rent a movie or video game, and then we're swinging through the Taco John's drive-thru. I'm getting myself four Sashel tacos with tomato and sour cream, and I'm going to have myself a great night. So, every Taco Friday. Taco John's it is. Almost every Friday. Every yeah. Friday, huh? Wow. 
And then they closed and it got replaced by a stupid place called Poncho's Tacos. That was bullshit. Poncho's Taco Express. The place sucked balls. <laughs> <laughs> <That's awful. laughs> Why aren't they on the list? <laughs> they didn't quite make it past the uh, initial startup phase. Oh. Yeah, they lost the they actually game. ended up changing their so like they can't when it, when they opened up, the tacos were terrible, and then like maybe a month or two later, I went back and tried it again, and it was basically the Taco John seasoning. So I'm almost wondering if they like found some extra found seasoning some in, in the, the back. back. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we got the Holy Grail. I think a health code violation shut them down eventually yeah. too. That was at least yeah. the buzz around town. I don't know how true it was. Was that just like a local place? It wasn't like they had a, like a yeah. handful of uh, joints or anything. No, it was literally like Taco John's closed, and then someone's like, "Ooh, let's put a taco restaurant in there." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, again, for myself, it's going to the variety of the menu um, because Chipotle. You know, again, it's just kind of the whole burrito and everything like that. Ooh, sure, fresh ingredients, but again, there's always the the scandal of E. coli in their lettuce or anything. Um, but it's the Olays that work for me. And then also, surprisingly, the Taco Burger. We had those <laughs> at lunch at school all the time. And when I can find a Taco Bell or a Taco John's that has a Taco Burger, because it's hit or miss whether or not they have it, I'm ordering one of those. Um, call me crazy, but put some Olays on that. It's wonderful. So it's going to be a clean sweep here. And I think, well, actually, the point I was going to make... W- I'll just make in the next round. I, I think let I'll just I'll just leave it at that. I'm gonna make it a clean sweep. Taco Bell or sorry, Taco John's moving on. And I if I'm counting right, Seth, I think that sets up a, a legendary final round here. <laughs> the legendary final round. Something that I think I've probably debated internally for a very long time. But uh our final round is uh Mr. Mr. Bell versus Mr. Johns. Oh no. <laughs> a matchup as age as old as time. That reminds me. I don't know how well this will play for the folks at home. <laughs> but I know what you're talking Seth, about already. Seth and I went to school with a kid whose name was John Bell. And... No! <laughs> That's a fucking lie. No, I swear to God, it's true. And it took us... We went to school with this kid for, like, all of our childhood. And it wasn't until, like, we were, like, in late high school or even maybe in college and someone finally pointed out I think it was the out, year we graduated we were at Taco John's I remember when this happened because I about pooped myself at Taco John's <laughs> what if, I think it might have been Brett goes uh, uh. goes uh, well you know if they combined Taco John's with Taco Bell it would be John Bell <laughs> 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 and we fucking lost it oh I haven't thought about that in years oh man um, so the, the the point I was going to make from the last round was this. Um, and I don't know if I'm ready to cast my vote, but here, here's what I was thinking about. If, if you asked me baseline taco, like if I'm just ordering regular-ass soft-shell taco, Taco John's is the cream of the by crop, far. man. Yep, I, by far. I have never had any, any restaurant, not even just these two, the standard taco at Taco John's, I don't even get a lot of some of the crazier menu items often because that is so good. It's you have so the six-pack and a pound, but in the blue corner... The Crunchwrap Supreme is is really tough to vote to vote against. I don't know where I'm landing on this quite yet, but that God, it's a good matchup. I I I'm I'm on the same boat. I, I think I'm leaning a little more to- towards Taco John's. But the one thing that I keep and it's even evident. I've been doing this my whole life, but it's evident by all three of us here. Whenever we like, w- 
no one ever accidentally says when they're talking about Taco Bell accidentally says Taco John's. But anytime you're talking about Taco John's, people will accidentally say Taco Bell. We've been doing it mm-hmm. this whole time. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that. So it's like Taco Bell is like that's the number one in people's mind. Like that's talk about a taco fast food place. It's Taco Bell. Because it's always a Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, KFC that you see. Yeah, yep. exactly. Um, it's, number Taco one, John's, it's number one in our heads, but is it number one in our hearts? <laughs> for me, I'm, I'm still, I think I'm going to – just based off taco factor, the best tacos – and actually, underrated um, queso, if they do, like, the um, meat and pico in there, that's actually pretty good, too. But Taco John's. I'm leaning towards Taco John's. Jared, where are you at? That's the <laughs> I was going to see, who, see who's talking. I got first. really terrified. Who was going to talk first? Or something. It's the mm. Olay's versus the Crunch Wraps. Where are you coming down here? Yeah, or what's, see, or what's on your mind when you're, when I, you're considering I will be honest. Uh, again, you guys are talking up this Crunch Wrap. I think I've only maybe had it once. That was never in my mm. repertoire. I feel like maybe I need to maybe this week try a Crunch Wrap and see how that is. It used to always be, like I said, the Beefy Frito Spurrito. It's um, basically a beefed-up taco because yeah. there's a ton of shell on and it. it's grilled, and it's crunchy. Mm-hmm. And it's good to go. And it's good. Yeah, you can take it on the run. You know, I could go play tennis and hold it with my other hand or something like that. I think that was a commercial back in the day. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I think it was. The thing is, looking at the menu of Taco John's, that's the thing, is I am usually all over. Like, I'll get the tacos, soft or hard shell. I'll get the uh, spicy chicken uh, potato burrito. Uh, Yeah, or the nachos. Like, I'm all over the menu at Taco John's, especially the Olays. That's the one thing that I absolutely love is getting the meal, getting some Olays. Boom. They complement one another. Unless they're putting too much seasoning, then it's like, uh-uh, not, not so much. Taco Bell, though, I'm ordering – I'm only ordering like one to two, maybe three things. I'm not getting too adventurous with the menu. So I got to vote for Taco John's here. Mm-hmm. And- Taco John's, um, I skipped over just briefly, but Taco Bravo, for, for those who don't know what that is, it's a soft shell taco with some refried beans and then a hard taco and then, you know, your fillings in there. It's fucking delicious. Man, there's something like that at, at Bell's too, but, or no, I'm thinking of the cheesy gordita. Yeah, they do a lot of cheese in there, but the mm-hmm. refried beans in the middle, that's, that's, a, that's a game changer. <laughs> you get in there and like, ooh, yeah. Cool so welcome Jill beans. to the show. Jill? <laughs> yeah, I like Taco I, uh, Bell. <laughs> I'm going <gonna end> up... <laughs> to end up voting for old Johnny here, too. Um, but what, I, what, what occurred to me while we were talking through this, we referenced like four or five commercials from these two spots yep. that are like 20 years old. The good to go commercial is so yeah. old. The fucking Yokito Taco Bell. That That's dog's like been dead for old. a decade. Yeah, that um, dog died a long decade. time ago. Like the 30 years whole ago. Lot of Mexicans. <laughs> whole lot of Mexican going on. The 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 Chihuahua was in a commercial for the Godzilla movie from like ninety nine. He was He one. was. <laughs> he was like, We're gonna need a bigger box when, when Godzilla came. <laughs> I think that was the first thing I heard him say besides Yokira Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh my god. <laughs> and we still remember all of those. The fuck the mm-hmm. Feliz Navidad. We remember all of those commercials. I and I think I a d- that is a testament to how much tacos have have such staying power in our hearts and minds. I don't think it's a commercial mm-hmm. so much as it is the the tasty tacos. I actually also have a distinct memory of being again one of the trips to Taco Taco Bell. Ooh, I did it there. To Taco Bell. Um where 
Austin Powers and Goldmember had done a promotion with Taco Bell. I think they're giving away some money, but I remember sitting in the Taco Bell restaurant eating tacos with my parents, and there was a, a there was Doctor Evil hanging like from the ceiling for this promotion, and it said Goldmember on. It. I remember that fucking distinctly um, as an advertisement. And then like Mini Me did, I think Mini Me did like an ad with the the taco the Chihuahua, which I don't know if maybe that's maybe in poor taste now <laughs> if they were to do that yeah. again, but. Well, it sounds like this this was I will say Taco Bell fought valiantly. This was this wasn't as easy a sweep as some of the other ones we've had. But I mm-hmm. think Taco John's is well deserving of the championship title here of best fast Mexican food. Ding. For three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer. I I would like to say one thing for Taco Bell. They are bold. They will try crazy Mm -hmm. menu items here or there. You know, they'll throw some Flaming Hot Cheetos into something. Mm. I actually pulled up a menu just right now, and these are apparently the five things that are coming to Taco Bell, uh, I guess, test kitchens. And one of them jumps out at me. Um, Seth, you might like this one. Cheese curds. Fuck yeah. Oh, shit. Taco Bell is going to try cheese curds. There's two different ones. You can order just them plain or get them mixed in with french fries as like a nacho platter with uh, oh. uh, cheese sauce and sour cream and stuff on top of it. Ooh. Hold on, guys. I got to go change my yeah. pants real quick. Also, I will say they're hot sauce. I like their, you know, the different kinds yep. that you can get in the pouches. I But I, I prefer Taco John's sauce, to be honest. Really? Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, also, though, and we, ta- again, talked about it real real briefly the cinnabon delights whoo those are good <laughs> yeah those things are pretty dope you know what we never mentioned baja blast i, I don't i don't really drink I, it myself but I, I know that's a big deal to some people who go there i don't drink soda really that used to be my go-to and then i think i maybe just grew out of it um word on the street is how they make it is it's mountain dew mixed with blue powerade oh Ooh. fuck you pepsi that makes sense out yeah. of why it's so good with a hangover, though. I will yep. say that. <laughs> what are what some of the... It? Were you getting into the, some of the other wacky uh, upcoming stuff? Oh, that was only the one that really jumped cheese out at me. Cheese curds would be dope. Yeah, the cheese curds was yep. the biggest thing. I think they were going to bring back like a like a chicken sandwich-type taco thing where it's a big piece of chicken just in a shell somehow. Uh, speaking of cheese curds, I, I, I was just informed today. I, I've had a lot of we've we've I, I think we've all on the show actually bagged a lot uh, on Freddy's fries, but I've been informed they have cheese curds, so I might need to give Freddy's another shot. What, That's a game you, changer. What the hell for are you talking about, Freddy's? The, you never had Freddy's. The it's Freddy's place. It's, no, it's, I've never it's even basically, heard of this. Um, it's basically Culver's but with red, um, you know. <laughs> Everything's yeah, red instead do, of blue. And they don't do crinkle cuts. They do uh, garbage. Bitch fries. fries. They're yeah. called bitch fries. Yeah. yeah. Freddy's frozen custard and steak burgers. Wow, wait I, a minute. That, there's one in, oh, there's one in Ames? There's probably one in Des Moines. The I think hell? the one in Ames is since we left. I don't think that was there then. But that's a game. What I will say for Freddy's, really good burgers uh, from mm-hmm. what I recall. But the fries sucked, and so I never went. So if cheese yeah, curds they, are an option... That could make me a Freddy's fan. Yeah, that that might become a more frequent frequent buy on the Uber Eats if if they got the cheese curds. Oh yeah, I'm looking here. Cheese curds look really good. Their French right. fries look real trash. Um, but the thing They're is, terrible. Uh, if you're feeling crazy, you can get a nice uh, dolled up uh, hot dog here. Yeah. Ooh, they got I might have to try that sometime huh? soon. Yeah, they do. 
Oh, I'm wow. trying to get in shape for the for oh, our Vegas trip. So I don't know if I like can. Texas style toast. <laughs> oh man, these are looking good. Yeah, man. I'd recommend Freddy's, especially if if you can get the curds. God, it just occurred to me. I, I hope nobody listening to this episode was hungry. <laughs> I, I, I ate dinner right before we started doing this, and I'm glad I did because I would be losing my goddamn mind if I uh, was hungry right now. So uh, apologies to any of our listeners who are salivating on their drive here. But I think we did some important work, and we revealed to the nation that Taco John's is indeed the number one fast Mexican food restaurant. It's the champion of our Tournament of Trivial Topics. A tournament of trivial topics. Fight. Alrighty, we roll onward. We're going to take a look at some wacky facts and fill in some blanks here. This is factually bereft. Facts don't care about your feelings. Factually bereft. We will. Uh, I will give three three facts that I looked up on the internet today with a blank in there. Uh, that fact is bereft. They of of uh, the <laughs> truth. And so Cody and Jared will be given three multiple choice options. Only one of them makes the fact correct. They will guess. Someone will win. We'll all be happy. All right. Factually bereft. First fact: Canada eats more blank than any other nation in the world. Ass. Is it A, ass? No. Uh, Is it A, macaroni and cheese? Is it B, French toast? Or is it C, tofu? Ooh. So Canada eats most out of any country? Yes, nation, yes. Mm. I'm going to say French toast. I I think because of the abundance of delicious syrup. And as I say that, I'm almost certain I'm stepping into a Seth trap here. But um, I'm going to pick French toast on this one. See that what you just said it was how my brain was going, but I think that this sneaky, sneaky man that makes this is trying to throw us off. So I am going <laughs> to say tofu. Ooh, we have French toast and tofu. The correct answer is a mac and cheese. Oh wow! Loser, loser. Well, I guess we suck. Yeah, craft or uh, cheese and shells. <laughs> I didn't go that far. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Fact number two. Blank now causes more deaths than shark attacks. Is it A, TikTok dances? <laughs> is, it, is it B, treadmills? Or is it C, selfies? Oh, man. It's C, 100% selfies. Yeah. I, I, I think I've heard before that more people die taking selfies, but I also wouldn't be surprised if TikToks have now overcome even selfies. Mm. Uh, I'm going to agree with Jared here, though, because I think this might be one I've heard before, so I'm going to say selfies as well. The correct answer is C, selfies. That's how we do it. Booyah. Check it out. All right, well, let's see. You both got one. Uh, See if anyone can pull away here with our third one and take the win. We have, for the third fact, the fear of blank is called... I, I'll have to pronounce this. Uh, I'll have to read this out. Lachanophobia. L-A-C-H-A-N-O-P-H-O-B-I-A. <laughs> Your uh, options are A, werewolves. B, rollerblades. C, vegetables. How, how do you spell it again? Don't look it up, Jared. No, 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 I'm not looking it up. 
Huh? Okay, no, 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 no. I, I made up my mind. Uh, Lacanophobia, L-A-C-H-A-N-O-P-H-O-B-I-A. Okay. Hmm. Lacanophobia. Lacanophobia? Yeah, I think I... lichen, lichen would make sense with the, the werewolf, but That's I don't, where I was going I with it, yeah. Yeah. I don't... I would love for it to be vegetables. <laughs> I just... I, that would be an awful existence to be afraid of vegetables, but I, that would be so fascinating to me. I'd love to just throw a tomato at someone who's afraid of it and see Man. what happens. But what's the what's the scariest movie you saw when you grew up? Veggie Tales. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll just go ahead and say the roller was it roller blades or roller skates? Roller blades. Ooh yeah, those are sharp. So I'm gonna go with <laughs> roller blades. Are they? I, I still think the the way the lichen, and again, I don't think that that's actually how it is, but that's where my brain went first, so I'm going to go with it, werewolves. Final answer. The correct answer is C, vegetables. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> you kidding me? Damn it, I had a chance to be right about vegetable fear. Damn, missed opportunity. Wow, what is someone... No winner. Like, do they not go to the produce aisle? Like, I don't mean to... I, I have some irrational fear, so I don't want to, like, shit on people with that fear. I just... I'm having a trouble... I'm having trouble figuring out how it would... Okay, yeah, I looked it up. Uh, yeah, like... Yeah, that's a hard word to say. I can't get it either. Um, Is it essentially a clip of the Mari Povich show? Do you ever remember watching those episodes? <laughs> what? With a woman was scared... Oh, my... No, it was, like, uh, irrational fears or whatever, and a woman was scared of pickles... Uh... And they brought out a jar of pickles, and she ran backstage. <laughs> Man. That That's is... Awesome. According to vegnews.com, it says... One it letter sounds off. ludicrous, but it's no longer... Yeah. People who... <laughs> I can send you a link to that other one. Um People who suffer from th this uh, experience real symptoms at the mere sight of broccoli or bell peppers, ranging from nausea to shortness of breath, with nearly 30% of Americans being sensitive to the bitter taste of veggies and the inherent fussiness children have with green matter. The phobia is more common than you would think. So m maybe this has to do with why kids don't like veggies, I guess. They've, they've come up with a name for that, I guess. And I don't know if it's something you outgrow maybe when you're older, but... I guess they uh, freak out when they see some some veggies. It's the taste and the texture. It makes me gag as soon as I put it in my mouth. I've heard that before. Uh, I don't <laughs> even like things. I don't even like things that have touched broccoli," said Carla Kane of Mountain View, California, uh, a self-proclaimed lacanophobe. So this is a real fucking thing. I guess broccoli be scaring the shit out of people, which you, know, <laughs> you learn something new every day. I guess. So, <laughs> So and do we just both lose? That's why we play Factually Bereft. Yeah, that was a pretty good commercial for the game, actually. Did I guess we we both only got one, so it's hard to say we tied to win. I feel like we just both I fucking won. lost. And Seth won. Oh, yeah. There you go. It's a victory for... I'll give you the LeBron sound, Seth. Great job. For three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! It was an impressive end, too, because you fooled us both with each of your answers like we each fell for one of your answers so that was that's pretty impressive i'm not gonna lie that was a well-deserved lebron sound for you thank you seth is the champion he has stumped jared and i and we'll uh we'll see if we can climb back up on the old horse next time in factually bereft <laughs> feelings 
Alrighty, lots of uh, lots of stuff going on this last week. We're gonna get into a couple of things, a couple of activities that we participated in uh, over the past seven days. This is what did you? So we we chatted a little bit before the show this week about a new video game uh, that the two that the two of you have played on PS5. I just you know so the folks at home uh, remember, I cannot fucking get a PS5 after all this time. So I did not get to play this one, uh, but kind of a unique structure to this one that you've both picked up. And uh, J- Jared, I know I know you're having uh, quite a time with it and it sounds like you both have had an interesting experience so far. You guys wanna talk about this game, Returnal? Yep, Seth, it's all you. <laughs> Jared hates it. <laughs> um, I'll give my input after you uh, set up everything because uh, you, sure. you were the first one to play it, I guess. Uh, yeah, um, you've you've, you've uh, passed me now uh, in the amount of time, but which maybe explains your uh, your tone. Um, <laughs> but but uh, Returnal essentially it's on PS5. Uh, it's a game where uh, you are a, a woman who is an astronaut of some sort and uh, crashes on a alien planet, and essentially uh, you know you're just making your way through the planet, picking up guns and items, and uh, there's different alien creatures and whatnot, but um, the kind of hook of this game is that once you die, uh, you uh, come back uh, to your ship where you crashed and you start all over. Um, other than a few things like certain weapons and upgrades that you get. Um, but ultimately, it's basically Groundhog Day or Happy Death Day, but in a video game uh, where you just keep playing it over and over again until you progress. Um, and there are certain checkpoints and things like that. But um, I've only played a couple hours. I've died a few times. Um, I I had a had a nice long run um for it was about a two-hour run and hit, got to uh got to uh, a boss a big old boss guy and then he killed me pretty quick um and i lost most of my things but um i think this is where jared might go because he's he's played that a f- uh played that sequence a few times i've played the boss man i think four or five times no lie like i i i can get to him i have enough i guess i don't have enough skills or weapons or anything because i keep dying but Okay, I understood the concept of this game before getting in. I know some people are making complaints because they're like, well, I died and I lost everything. I have to start over. Like, I knew what I was getting into. But I thought I would at least maybe get a gun, some money, something. And and before you say anything, Seth, I understand you get to keep your ether or whatever the heck those are. Those carry over. But none of these other skills that I have uh, acquired, uh, health upgrades, parasites, anything has uh, carried over. So I played, a, like Seth said, a good two-hour run. I think I had a good two, maybe two-and-a-half-hour run. I was, I was murdering all these crazy-looking aliens, which, um, again, you said Groundhog Day. This is uh, almost more like Edge of Tomorrow because that, those little blue reptilian things with the like, goofy tails – they look like those creatures from that movie. <laughs> so that's one thing that I instantly kind of grabbed onto. But I don't know. I, I'm liking the kind of, you know, dungeon-esque, different room stuff, uh, you know, roguelike nature where if you're not familiar with, too familiar with video games where, yeah, basically you die, but you keep growing your skills and starting over. Um, maybe I'll really like it after I get past this first boss man, but I'm just getting so frustrated because... I'll get, like, the gun I want, maybe not the parasite, but all these health upgrades, and then I get down there and instantly die. And then it's like, hey, haha, uh, you're flying back to the planet again. Uh, 
good luck. I am very much a calm, cool, cucumber-type dude here or there. (laughs) I almost fucking threw my controller at the wall and then picked up my coffee cup and almost threw that, too, because I (laughs) was so on the... Like, respect my time, video game. Respect my time. (laughs) Yeah, I don't... I... (sighs) I would probably this this game looked really cool to me when I saw the trailer. I was like, "Oh, that's a really cool setting and all that stuff." I think I would be like Jared and and I I do a worse job of containing my anger, so I I probably would have broken some If I spent <laughs> 3, 4, 5, 6 hours on something and then just like that, like I didn't see something and it fucking smoked me or I stepped into the the boss pit and I was like, I'm finally gonna take on the boss, and then he just squished me in one shot. <laughs> I, I would, yeah, I I would have had a broken coffee cup and a controller, I think. So I think f- maybe for the sake of my property, I need to not play this. But it does look super cool, and and I'm not anti the the concept, but I think the length of it maybe is what I would potentially have an issue with. Like I wouldn't mind playing a game where you have to start over if it was a two hour game. But if you're if there's potential for it to go three, four, five, six hours and you maybe you barely miss the jump you need to complete the game at the end and you need to go all the way back, I I don't think I would be able to handle it well. I don't think I have the emotional maturity to contain myself with that. I don't, Seth, I, it sounds like you're enjoying it a little bit more. Maybe um uh, maybe you're just built better for this because I, I'd have to be on Jared's side here. I I would freak out. I don't know. Yeah, I mean I've uh, give it another I've three pro- hours. Maybe, but I I also played um, like some of the more like crazy, insane difficulty games like Bloodborne, and that one I only got like a couple hours in because I couldn't even get it wasn't even like losing everything. I just couldn't get to a save point because it was just so frustratingly difficult. And I haven't this one hasn't been that yet for me. Um, maybe the you know the more times I fight fight the boss, it might be, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's expectations. I think re- for me, I, I've read everything going into it. I knew that this would happen and um, that the runs will take two to four hours. So I have, like, when I play this game, I'm going to set aside, you know, a couple hours to, to play it. Um, I You know, it's not something that I'll just play after work and, you know, because I'm not putting my PlayStation in rest mode because I don't want it to turn into a, a pretty paperweight. But... <laughs> I don't know. I, I think for me, I I have the time to play it. Um, I set it, set aside some time to play it, and you know I, I'm I'm pretty much gonna expect that I'm gonna die. So if I do do end up killing the guy, then I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. I mean, one thing the way I play video games, uh, I almost want to know everything before I start. Mm-hmm. Not as in like what's gonna happen and whatnot, but like what's that item do? What's that gun do? What's this lever do? What's the mechanics here? And literally the game just kind of starts and is like, have fun. Because I, <laughs> I might have I, I might have missed a, a cutscene. I think I hit a button and it might have skipped. Um, but literally, like, I'm in a crashed ship. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I just start going. Yeah, that's how, that's how it starts. Okay, then I didn't miss anything. Yeah, which I almost kind of appreciated that because it was like, okay, you've played a video game. Like, you know what to do. But also... If every time I was picking up items or whatever, I was like going into my stats and like looking and being like, okay, what's this do? How does this affect me? So maybe the the five hours I played, I only played thirty minutes because I was reading the other four and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you, but I think yeah, Seth, to your point, 
if uh, if it's set up the right way and you got the temperament for it. Sounds like it's dope. Like the visuals and everything in the gameplay, from what I've heard, is is pretty awesome. So, I guess if you're gonna pick this one up, get an extra helping of patience when you do, because uh, you're you're gonna need it. <laughs> Seth, we gotta go to you for this next thing because, well, I don't know how much I want to set this up. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and explain a little bit. Um, and I don't know if you guys get these too, but um, I will get, uh, I don't know, every couple weeks, I'll get these uh, these spam texts that are very uh, sexual. <laughs> like, a lot of times it's like something along the lines of like, hey baby, I want to see you tonight and get a drink. Go ahead and hit this link and we'll figure out a time to meet up or stuff like that. Or they'll try and engage in conversation. Um, like this next one I'm about to read, but that's kind of like what uh, these texts, the phishing texts to try and get you to, to, to give them money, typically. Um, but this one I got on Saturday, it kind of just popped up. I saw a, a familiar name in there, though, so I thought, hmm, maybe, uh, may, maybe this this might be a real text. Uh, may, maybe, it's, maybe someone's working a, a side job, but this text says, it's pretty graphic. Uh, so, you know, if you got any kids listening, uh, why are you listening with kids? This is not a show to do that with. Um, but uh, if you got any kids listening or you got this out loud at school and you're, you know, huddled around the desk and everyone's listening to SoCo show like to do every single week, um, you might want to close your ears a little bit. Uh, hey, the kids. text is, <laughs> uh, the text is, I intend to suck on your penis every chance I get. <laughs> I haven't got any gag reflex, exclamation point. You'd have, you'd have actually the best BJ you have ever had. And it's signed, Co. Oh my god. Cody, why so are you sending him dirty messages? Well, you know, I honestly am at a loss. I, when... So you shared this with us the other day when you got it. And I read it and I was so confused. Like I I read it and I saw Ko at the end and I was like I was like what? And then I was immediately upset. I was like you got to be fucking kidding me. Like of all the things that it could say. Like I and I don't know if it's like you know, maybe your Facebook info, maybe they know that you, that I'm co and that you talk to me and they slipped it in. That's pretty fucked up if that's the case. But also assuming it's just like a random fucking typo at the end, it just happened to be CO. <laughs> like it couldn't have been JB or fucking RX or KJ. Like it could have been any other two letters. And it was not only was it also, not every person named Cody is called Co. Like, it's too... It's. I think someone did this on purpose to fuck with me and you, and I <laughs> want to find out who the fuck it was. Because, one, it's an excellent troll. Like, I think it's hilarious. But mm -hmm. it's so specifically coincidental that I have a hard time believing it was by accident. I, I, think, there's some, I think there's fishiness afoot. And I can tell you, well, it, it, this was not me. Uh, that that I will just say that uh, this, that's I, that's not how I would put it if I were coming on to you. <laughs> that's oh god, that message. <laughs> I got no gaggle reflex. I'll give you one of the best BJ's ever. That's like a in super bad. She goes, I'm gonna give you the best blow J ever. 
and that's the first time I heard blow jay and that's that's just a hilarious way of saying it to me but it's been so long since I've heard it referred to as a BJ that's just <laughs> that, that, that takes me back man that's funny <laughs> you need to quit going to dirty websites Seth and um, that must be what it is but I've never definitely never entered my phone number or email into a dirty website so surprise <laughs> I've been doing it for years. You've been using, you've been using my email. <laughs> it is strange because my email is porkmcstuffins at gmail dot com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Understandable. Well, gosh, how can we? I don't know cool. how you move on from that. We should have done that at the end. I, it, I'm on it. it. That just boggles my mind so much that that came together in that way. But it was really goddamn funny when it happened. So. Glad that you were able to share that with our with our vast audience. Um, just so everybody knows, I got no gag reflex, so. You know. <laughs> so ladies, hit them up. Yeah, hit me up, and uh, and if you're if you're patient enough for for that, then you might be patient enough to play Returnal as well, and that's what we did this week. Yeah, not my strongest, but um, you know, you do what you can. We got some uh, some bits of news, some exciting things that uh, we want to get y'all's opinions on, or I, I would well, we're gonna get each other's opinions on. Uh, let's get into what do you think? What do you think? Think? Blast! So I'm gonna show you guys something that I think is super cool. I don't know if you've seen this, um, and I, I apologize to the folks at home who will not have this um, this video. But what I will what I will say for the folks at home is. There is a new type of lightsaber that uh, the toy lightsabers that get put out licensing from Star Wars. This got announced yesterday, and this is something I've been waiting for for the majority of my life. Like 20 to 25 years, this exact thing is something that I've wanted. Seth, Jared, have you guys seen what I'm talking about yet? I sure have. Yeah, okay. Jared talked about it, I heard on, I think you are doing a TikTok thing uh, stream last night, but I have not seen it. Ooh. Oh man! Well, let me pull stuff, this man. up for you, Seth. Technology. This, um, I'll, I'll show it to Seth, and then so the new the new thing on this it's obviously got like a super realistic hilt and everything, just like the the new shit that they've been putting out. What's new about this one is that it has an electronic. Uh, it's retractable and it opens electronically, like all the ones I had when I was a kid. You had to fling it open, yep. or it mm -hmm. already it already was a it was already out and it was hard plastic and then the the light would turn on but this is both it 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 extends on its own and it lights up and it's got all the noise and shit i will be getting these as soon as i fucking can i i i will i don't know what color i'm going to get yet i still got to decide that i will be getting one of these jared i imagine will you be doing so as well cuz to well, me this is a must have just off the bat like disney literally just from this small video or gif or whatever that they released uh 10 million dollars easy um, they can just put on their balance sheet because they're going to sell thousands, millions. I mean, even more than $10 million. I'm sure that's right there, $100 million worth of merchandise that they're going to sell. Um, I, I guess I, I'm curious on how much one of those is going to go. Um, I know that, you know, the the kind of uh, screen accurate ones that you can customize and whatnot run anywhere from, you know, a couple hundred dollars. So I could see this one potentially being pretty expensive. Um and I was having a debate with someone or just conversation, I guess, of like, how the hell does this thing work? And I was listening or reading something earlier today, and they were saying that like somehow I'm assuming it's like a, a piece of plastic that somehow shoots up. But the inside 
that they essentially compared it to like the inside it will glow but it's essentially like a condom essentially like like a like led plastic that will shoot up and that's how it lights the inside but i'm just curious Hmm. if there's a motor like how does it look retracting if you use it too much will the motor run out uh these are the questions light yeah 14 seconds and look at that Balance. Oh yeah, it doesn't show it going down. So what I didn't know, I had only seen the visual, and and folks should look this up because even just that little clip is fucking awesome. I didn't know this part, but this this is going to the place to get one of these will be at start the new Disney um, Galactic Star Cruiser um, attraction. This Galactic Star Cruiser thing, according to this article, is an immersive hotel, and this the way this article says it. Promises to take the initial premise of Galaxy's Edge, which is the Disney park based around Star Wars, and get this, expand it to a Westworld-style interactive two-night Star Wars adventure. Take my fucking money now. I am totally going to bang one of those blue Twi'leks or whatever. That is my dream. (laughs) Ten-year-old Jared living his dream out. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, that, that, that would truly be combining it with Westworld. This this experience, this Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel launches in 2022, so probably guys like us will be able to get into it at, in about 2035. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, it says no word yet on price, but the the existing Disney lightsabers that you get at the park cost 200 bucks, and this article Why? says ex- expect it to cost more than that. Which fine, I don't care. I like, I like how in the article too they say regular lightsabers and put quotes around it. Yeah. It's, uh, and the, the, the ones that you can get there now, the hilts and stuff are pretty fucking sick. So like this to me looks like, again, I'm not like a lightsaber nerd. I mean, I, I love lightsabers, but I don't like own a bunch of them, but this to me looks like the most realistic lightsaber that you can get to this point. Um, I have never seen one that has that, that extension on its own yet. This is the first for me. I bet that, uh, they fucking probably charge you to even like make the hand motion. Like you're doing a force choke or something. Like nope, twenty bucks. They, they, like they charge you an arm and a leg for the fucking lightsaber. I guarantee they charge you to do anything Star Wars related. Man, this I didn't realize that it was going to be like a Westworld style interactive. Like the thing is, it's going to be hella expensive, but it's going to be like you're saying, booked out for twenty years instantly. Yep. Um, yep. Maybe maybe yeah the the Soka retreat in uh, yeah. 2029 we can book there <laughs> yeah if you can find an open spot for us yeah if you if you guys are looking all all i mean that that's gonna be fucking expensive i bet mm-hmm. yeah well and also this i guess is going one back those... to the lightsaber i'm curious like if if it is plastic like how hard or flimsy is that plastic you know are they going to be able to do the battles that they do with yeah them? i don't know hmm. Hmm. yeah these Maybe are good questions just show if if I'm gonna be paying two hundred plus, I better be able to whack some fucking stuff with it. But <laughs> that's okay if not. I just open it and close it. I, I, also, I I doubt that you can get like the Kylo Ren version and have the sides shoot out too. But um, cool. that's what I would fucking get. You know, <laughs> Seth knows <laughs> I love to do the Kylo Ren fucking lightsaber extension. <laughs> um, but uh, this so I I this isn't an apology to Harry Potter fans, but it's an I get you thing. I have been shitting on Harry Potter fans for like a while about like, why the fuck would you pay an extra $100 for the wand that you can wave around at shit at the park? 
to like make it wave around. You're such an idiot for wanting to spend on that. I get you now. Because if this is if this is how if this Westworld thing is what's going to be happening, I do not fucking care what it costs. If I can wave at my wave my hand over a door and it opens for ten bucks, fine. Like, it, I, I this this to me is worth whatever it costs. And fuck you, Disney, for knowing that. By the way, but I don't care. You got me on this one. I'm getting one of these things. We're going, and I'll, I'll even get one of those these little Ray Skywalker outfits that they got on here. And, um, and I'll run around and dress. Maybe I'll shave my head and run around as Mace Windu. Uh, so I don't know. Disney, you, you got me. Fine. You win. Take all my money because I got to have all this stuff. 2022. <sighs> Sorry, I got really excited there. Um, let's talk about the MCU because there was some exciting stuff out of that. Again, speaking of Disney taking all of our fucking money. Um, a couple of days ago, we got kind of a hype reel from the MCU that did a lot of like reflecting and looking back on some of the stuff, which I will quickly mention for some reason made me cry. I don't know. I, maybe I'm just a little emotionally raw or something, but that fucking got me for whatever reason. And, um, but what was, what was interesting is at the end of that video, we got some pretty cool looking uh, reveals, a little bit of new footage and some title changes. So um, I would say the headlines, just to run through them quickly, some Eternals footage, which, it's very little footage, but looks pretty fucking cool. Kumail, who I still need to fight, Kumail Nanjiani, <laughs> uh, he looks fucking badass in this uh, for what they just showed. And and Angelina Jolie is rocking some sort of sword that looks sick as hell. So Eternals getting a lot of hype right now. Um, there was a, a, a some some Shang Chi footage a little bit. We got release dates for like the next eight movies. I think we're getting three or four movies from the MCU for each of the next like two or three years. So there's gonna be a shitload of MCU, which is awesome to know. And then one of the bigger reveals, a couple of title changes, Black Panther 2 is gonna be called uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which is a pretty cool title. Um, and then um, Captain Marvel 2 is gonna be called The Marvels, which I think is a cool title. Um, they've been talking about Captain Marvel, as well as Photon, who we met in WandaVision, and then Kamala Khan's Miss Marvel, uh, potentially all being a part of that and making up the Marvels. Um, and then there was a tease at the end, no details at all, but there was a tease with, uh, with the stylized four that seems to indicate that Fantastic Four is on the not-too-distant horizon. So we're going to get four MCU movies this year, I think, three or four this year, four next year. So we've it's been a little bit dry from MCU since uh, Endgame, but the storm is coming. We're getting a lot of fucking MCU coming up. Um, we also got the news this week that Loki uh, is going to be changing up the release schedule. Uh, Fridays have been the Disney Plus release, but uh, Loki is going to be releasing on Wednesdays, which is pretty exciting for this show because that's typically when we record. So um, we should have some fresh Loki takes uh, as we go through that. So a lot of news on MCU updates. Jared, wondering if anything, uh, anything out of that stuck out to you as the coolest and then uh, you mentioned before you, you've got some MCU-related, uh, maybe a story to share as well. Yeah, I mean, it, obviously, like, that opening bit was very kind of surprisingly nostalgic. I mean, we've been watching these movies for 13 years now, and then they they knew what we wanted, and they put in the audience reactions of Endgame in between that trailer, and then, like, hey, this isn't the end. This is just the beginning, essentially, and then gave us, you know, the the slap in the face you know here or there with all of the different uh, movie titles what i liked was like they kind of you know animated them a little bit and kind of gave each of them a little bit of a 
personality almost like the guardians one when it came on it was like with the three and everything i i like how they're slowly i mean obviously guardians volume one two three that fits the style guide or whatever or title guide i like how they're no longer just doing something too like black panther 2 it's not we're not doing that we're miss captain marvel 2 um i like mm-hmm. how they're like actually giving it like a proper subtitle even though cody i know you don't like subtitles for certain movies and stuff like that um black panther can do whatever it wants though that's fine yeah yeah there we go Uh, (laughs) i think i think the one thing that was kind of missing and some people had pointed out is where is blade um because he was or that movie was one of the last ones mentioned in the investors meeting what six months ago um it was very much absent from this video so does that mean that it's it's further off. Um, Fantastic Four is coming before it. Is it going to be like almost a spin-off, different toned-down version of the MCU? I mean, it's still going to probably be in the MCU, but uh, maybe they're going to go like weird with it and be like, hey, this is Marvel, like, uh, I don't know, dark. I don't even know what Blade falls under. Um, like maybe, Supernatural or something. I think there could be a couple explanations. I think the four, I think, is supposed to have a dual meaning of being Phase Four and Fantastic Four. Mm. So I'm wondering if Blade is just further out. Maybe it's going to be a Phase Five movie. And I don't remember whether they said it was Phase Four or not yet. Um, I'm also wondering if COVID had, you know, maybe maybe they planned on it soon, but they pushed it because COVID interfered. Um, I think there's a couple reasons. But yeah, now that you mentioned that, I would love to have seen more Blade footage. And, and maybe it's coming later. You know, there'll be D23, I think, later this year, so maybe we'll get some more there. Um, but yeah, Blade, I am very much looking forward to seeing more on that. Um, I'd, I hadn't thought about it until it was mentioned after the fact, but hopefully that's not too far out. Uh, but even if it's phase, f- phase five, when that comes out, I'll be stoked, because Blade is the shit. Mm-hmm. And then my other thing is like, okay, what is there, 23 Marvel movies, now uh, two to three TV series? Like, there is a lot of content. And, you know, people who maybe have kind of missed out or maybe wanting to, you know, missed a movie here or there, honestly, like, if you're wanting to watch these new movies, I feel like you're going to be lost. And yesterday, two days ago now, um, I get a message, and it says, hey, Random question for J Buck Studios, aka or also the SoCo Show. Um, hypothetically, if a person has never seen an MCU movie and wanted to start watching them, would you recommend watching in release date order or chronological? And obviously, Ooh. I said release date order because you know you're going to miss a few things here or there if you're watching in the chronological order of the MCU. But I was shocked because this person had never seen an MCU movie. They knew certain things. They knew about a a snap, certain people disappear. They knew about, I guess, the fat Thor. Um, But this is a a friend of the podcast. Uh, Abby Belvin has never seen an MCU movie. (laughs) What? (laughs) Abby, I'm amazed. So she has been messaging me or Snapchatting me and be like, oh, Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, tonight's Thor. Um so she's working through the MCU. I mean, 13 years late or getting right on board. I mean, there's probably more people out there, but I think that that's like exciting. I love I, it. I mean, I've heard I've heard a handful of people, whether it's like pop culture or people I know like that, that haven't seen them or don't care or, you know, whatever, maybe saw one and were like, "Yeah, it's not for me." I think that I think that's that's probably still goes under the the we're in, insane people who watch everything mm-hmm. bias. Yeah, it, it's one of the, yeah, I think that perspective is probably right, Seth. I think it seems so crazy to us, but I don't know. 
to have never seen any like I feel like you'd almost have to intentionally be be avoiding them um, which is fine if you have but if, if you if the, they've somehow just managed to not show up in your life that that's amazing to me like not 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 like you suck for that but I I'm <laughs> I'm excited for people to to go through them um, I think that would be a really fun experience you know there's always that hypothetical if you could memory wipe yourself and rewatch something for the first time I think the MCU would be so fun to go back through. I think you were right to suggest release order. Um, chronological order, it, I liked it when I went back after I had seen everything, but some of the stuff, some of the post-credit scenes and things would confuse. So I, I, I like the release order, but Abby and anybody else out there who's working through them for the first time, uh, enjoy them. I, I think that's, that's gonna be a fun experience for you. Wow, that is amazing though. You Rarely do I come across folks um, that haven't seen any of them, you know, mm -hmm. even, even someone who's only seen, I don't know how this happens, but if they've only seen infinity war, um, you know, I, I see, I hear a fair amount of that, but not, not often do I see anyone who hasn't seen anything. I haven't seen any of the Netflix shows. Um, and I feel like I'm a loser in that respect, but that's, I know that's getting extracurricular for, for the movies, but I don't know. Well, Pretty I mean, wild. it's going to it's going to eventually come to a point where if you do want to stay up and know absolutely everything about it, you're going to have to watch 45 movies. <laughs> I'm hopeful that they keep, you know, there's some sort of, you know, pedia or if they start putting out here are the things you need to and people on YouTube already do this, but you know, here are the things you need to know to come into the MCU right now and and have a dump of the relevant info. People have been I've heard so many people saying get the Louise character to just do recaps yep. and and catch people up. I, th I think, I, I have a hard time thinking that they're not going to eventually do that. Um, but yeah, if they want to keep people informed, I think they're going to have to figure out some kind of creative way to do so. I think there's a risk there in spoiling certain story aspects because I hate when there's like last week on whatever because you know that this shit that they show you is about to be super relevant so you can guess. Um, yep. And so I skip that stuff, but I think it's going to be necessary for someone coming in because that's a lot of goddamn time to spend watching movies just so you can watch one now, you know. All I know is I'm glad I've been watching the whole time and I don't have to go back <laughs> because uh, there's a lot there's a lot to know and a lot of really exciting and cool stuff coming up. I, I was kind of down on Phase 4 when they first started announcing stuff, but the more details that come out and the more, like, Shang-Chi was, the, that trailer was a big um, mindset change for me. So I'm excited to see Phase 4 and... Um, see what they eventually get into here. Plus Loki's in just a few weeks, which looks like it's going to be fucking sick. So we'll see how that goes. We're going to, let's roll on from MCU. And I want to, uh, I want to tell you guys about something. I, I mentioned this before the show. So I'm, this is something that we haven't talked in detail about. I um, wanted to get your guys' opinion on this, see what you thought, and maybe see what the people at home think of this. Um, so have you guys ever heard of Backstage, the website? I sure have. Okay, so for anyone who hasn't, Backstage is basically a casting website, so you can go on there and find casting calls and, and sign up for auditions and stuff like that. And uh, I, I don't go on there often, but I've, I must have expressed, you know, I, well, I have an interest in acting, and so I get a lot of the ads and things. And one of the ads I got, I wanted to, uh, to read to you guys. So I'm on a Backstage um, webpage, and there's a casting call for um, for people all genders, all ages, all ethnicities, and um, this this job, um, I'm just going to read you the top sentence. 
Seeking Teams of Three for season two of Floor is Lava. Fuck yeah. <gasps> You're fucking kidding. Are you ultra competitive? Are you ready to defy the odds and race through an obstacle course with booby traps at every How turn? How do we get on this show? Time opportunity to show your competitive Holy edge. Holy shit. Holy shit, we have to get on this show. Friends, family, colleagues are ready for a challenge that is as fun as it can be frustrating. Apply today for the chance to win a huge cash prize. Uh, it's a small payday even if you don't win potential cash prize of 10000 What stuck out to me about this first was I rarely see like shows and things with teams of three. And I don't know what you guys think of this, but it, it kind of seems like this is like a destiny thing. Like, oh, yeah. we should probably sign up for this, right? It would be yeah. the dumbest thing if we did it. We have to. We have to. That's our goal now. Team of three, we're going to be on the floor as lava. As <laughs> one so of us is going through the as one of us is going through the lava, we go, "Subscribe to the Soko show." <laughs> like I, I, if I don't if I fall in the lava, I'm doing the thumbs up and they're going to play the terminator. Da da dun da dun. <laughs> cool. We okay. have to do this. We have to. Okay, good. Good. I'm, I'm so glad to hear you guys are down. I figured you would be. I damn near texted it to you guys like the other day, but I was like, I gotta, I gotta talk about this on the show. So two things. One, we'll talk about this after the show. I'm, we'll, we'll figure this out and, and, and get signed up and everything. But also, we might need some social media help out there, listeners. So keep an ear out uh, as we continue through this. We may need to, to get your guys' help with some hashtags or sharing some stuff uh, so that we can really get ourselves out there. But uh, stay tuned because I think we can officially say Team Soko is going to try to get on the floor as lava. So stay tuned for that, <laughs> and we will keep you posted. And we're going to fucking I – don't, I don't know how it's going to go if we do, but it's worth a shot. It's worth a shot. We're going to go to Hollywood and fucking climb on some couches and shit. Sounds like a good time. And get wet. Yeah. Oh, wow. We're going to get hot and wet. I'm so glad. That, that, went, that went just how I hoped it would. <laughs> I, I now have something to look forward to. You know, the last, like, seven years, I've, I've just – been living now i have you know the goal of be on floor of lo floor is lava yeah i mean if, if i can't get on uh double dare or uh guts nickelodeon guts and climb the aggro crag mm -hmm. uh th this would be a good uh good second place here um it's basically adult it's it's adult like nickelodeon game show which yep i'm always in for that's been a I was, dream i always wanted to get cast in one of those shows but i never knew how to actually do it and so now, like, we, we know how to do it now. Like, it's right here. So, <laughs> you know, it seems, seems worth a shot. So I think, uh, I think we better start training, guys. Because if we're going to do it, I think we better win. That's all I'm mm -hmm. saying. <laughs> the floor is lava. Well, keep an ear out for that. And uh, hit us up on social media, at SoCoShowPod on Facebook and Twitter. Um, or you can hit JB up on Twitter as well. At Jared Buckendall. Let us know what you think. Uh, let us know how far you think the SoCo Show can go on The Floor is Lava. That's going to wrap us up this week for What Do You Think? What do you think? 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 All right, party people. We are uh, getting near the end of our show, but we want to do some quickie reviews of a few things we caught over this last week. This is What Did You Watch? What? 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 So, Jared, you, uh, you saw this movie, this first movie. Um, it's a Netflix release that you got an early screener of a few weeks back. And it's funny because I remembered you saying right then, you guys got to watch this movie when it comes out. Um, you mentioned it last week on, on Coming Soon. It was released last Friday on Netflix. 
This is the Mitchells versus the Machines. Um, it's the latest animated offering from Sony Animation Studios. And uh, Seth and I both caught this over the weekend. I guess, you know, in the interest of being quick about it, this movie's fucking awesome. <laughs> like, I, this, is, uh, this is the animated story of a family um, who is preparing to send their oldest daughter off to college. But before that happens, the robot apocalypse breaks out. And mm -hmm. this family becomes the last, the last people, the last hope for humanity in the battle against these robots. Uh, it's incredibly charming, heartfelt. It's also fucking hilarious. And mm -hmm. the thing that I, I guess the thing that stuck out to me is, this is the same studio, obviously, that put out Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And it, it's not necessarily the same, but um, the uniqueness of the animation style stuck out to me. I think the way that they create depth by combining 2D and 3D things together, um, it, it was reminiscent of, of Spider-Verse. And um, mm -hmm. I think what that, to me, says is that Sony Animation Studios is, they're trying some really new and creative things that are paying off in interesting ways. And so just the look of this movie was really cool. But on the whole, it is like, it is just so fucking good. Like, everyone should go watch this. Um, I was talking to Seth the other night. I don't see a way that this isn't nominated for best animated. I know it's in mm -hmm. the. I know it's early in the year, but I find it hard to believe we're going to get five animated movies better than this this year. Hell yeah, um, yeah. I mean, definitely agree with everything you said. Um, super funny. It has like the cutaway humor in it throughout, which is pretty funny. Um, it also uh, it got me a little. I got I got a little bit of squirting out of my eyes for this one. Um, <laughs> it's a. Uh, Kind of the main story, the, the the main through line is that uh, the daughter and the father kind of have like a little bit of an estranged relationship. They they not as close as they used to be, and obviously you know there's the whole college going off to college thing. Um, that that type of movie always gets me to begin with of like that whole going off to college the last summer. Uh, I mean fucking hearts beat loud. Mm -hmm. is, that's the, that's that whole thing. And I was I'm I ball every time I watch that movie. So. I kind of have that um, that that soft spot for that, but uh, on top of that, again, hilarious, uh, great voice cast, animation's dope, and uh, yeah, little little, uh, little sentimental moments in there too. It's actually kind of dark at times though too, with like the the whole thing of like essentially the the robot overlords take over and like capture everyone, and then uh, also like just how make some commentary on like what can. Um, what can make the world go fucking like crazy and like blow up? And one of them is like, get rid of the internet, mm -hmm. <laughs> get rid of the get, get rid of Wi-Fi, and like the world fucking burns. <laughs> and it's like that probably would happen if the internet went away. It would be there would definitely be some fucking rioting going on. Yeah, I wouldn't last long at all. There's some surprisingly good action in this. It's exciting, scary at times. Like it, it'll take you through the whole range, and still is somehow fun for the whole family. Like kids could watch this too. I've recommended it to like all the people I work with even. I was like, you gotta go watch this movie. Um, Jared, you saw this a few weeks ago. I don't know if you've circled back to it since it was released, but this was, uh, I'm glad that you recommended this to us because I think it, it lived up to all the expectations that you set uh, when you told us that we should keep an eye out for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I haven't had time to circle back, but I know I did like a TikTok review over it. Great reception. Everyone says that they watched it. They're loving it. I mean, it's been the top-ranked, most-watched thing on Netflix. I mean, it is just... It hits all of the checkboxes. So if you're listening to this, just go and watch this movie. It is... I was so surprised at how much I laughed. I mean, I, I'm going to enjoy great, you know, a great story, great animation, but, like, it 
surprise. It, it's funny. Like the 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 pterodactyl eyes, like the the way that they <laughs> the way that they set something up, and then forty five minutes, the joke essentially happens. Like I appreciate what they did here, and I think Sony. I mean, they they. I'm not gonna say that you know Pixar has a run for their money, but I feel like Sony and Pixar they both have something great going for them, and I feel like hopefully Sony continues this moving forward with uh, some of their animation properties. Uh, Russo brothers are producers on this, so they must they must be pretty heavily involved in the Sony animation, but uh, they carry over from Spider Verse as well. But if Russo's these are, are uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, yep, Phil Lord and Chris. Sorry, Miller. that's yep, that's who. Sorry, I was because they yeah, uh, I mean, Cloudy with a Chance yep. of Meatballs, the Lego Movie, Spider Verse, and this like they're they're hitting these out of the park. Man, I can't wait to see what's next because this is this is one I will I will definitely watch again this year. It's just such such a good one. High recommends high maybe the highest recommends we've had in in a while on this. Um, maybe my top here. Like I know I got a sounder for this one here. Where's the uh... guys? It's on my <laughs> top movies of the year. There we go. Um, get out there and, and you can catch this on Netflix now. If if you're looking for something very different from that, um, but still animated. Season one of Invincible just finished up on Amazon Prime, and um, Jared, did you have you finished this first season? I know Seth and I have caught the finale. Have you caught up yet? No, I. Okay. I know it's good. <laughs> I just need to chisel out what eight hours and watch it. Yeah, it's um. So we'll keep it spoiler free this week, and especially in the in the interest of time. But um, Invincible is the story of a guy named Mark who is the son of Omni-Man, who is effectively Superman in this uh, in this universe. Omni-Man is voiced by J.K. Simmons, who does really well, and Mark, the lead, is voiced by Stephen Yun. Um, there's some other recognizable voices here, but the main story is that Mark is coming of age. He's 17, turning 18, and he is coming into his powers as the son of a superhero. And so the show kind of starts with him learning his powers, but then also, he's starting to realize that there's something kind of off um, about his dad, and he's wondering kind of what might be going on with him. And that's kind of the setup of the show, and a lot changes and a lot happens over the course of the series. I think the first thing most people will tell you about this is there is some incredibly fucking brutal and graphic violence in this. So, like, don't be... Don't be mm-hmm. um, uh, don't be misled by the animation style. There is some gnarly shit in here. There's some nasty. There's some shit in here, nastier than like some stuff I've seen in live action. It is. It is graphic. So like, don't underestimate that. But it's all really well done. You can feel the gravity of what's happening um, in in the scenes where there is violence. It's not just gratuitous for the sake of of being so. I think there's an interesting arc for a lot of the characters over the course of the season, and they do some creative things that I think you haven't seen in other superhero things before. Robert Kirkman uh, wrote the book that this is based on. He, he also did The Walking Dead. And so it's a, it's a nice tight eight episodes. The, the finale is totally intense and they've been reviewed for, or renewed for seasons two and three. So this is just getting started. But if you're a comic book fan and you want something, again, really on the adult side of things, I would recommend this. Um, I thought it was really, really cool and well done. Um, Seth, were, were you high on this as well? Yeah, um, 100%. I, I loved it. It was, uh, I kind of made a habit or a, like a, a, a ritual or whatever of it of watching it like on Saturday morning. I'd get up on Saturday oh, morning. Nice. It'd be like my, my, my adult's uh, Saturday morning cartoons. Get up and be like curled up in a blanket nice and whatever. Cereal. 
<laughs> no cereal. I'd, I'd have some glizzies. Um, <laughs> Too shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> but no, it's. Uh, I mean, echo everything Cody said. Uh, I, I thought the uh, animation, uh, from what I've seen too, it's like very, very close to what the comics look like. So again, kind of like your um, X Men, Spider Man, the the thirty minute cartoons, kind of like that that uh, similar animation style, a little bit beefed up though, uh, just for being you know newer and everything like that. But um, I found myself like with something kind of like what I did with BoJack Horseman where I find myself like losing because like when I watch a lot of animated stuff there's like a barrier of like this is animated I'm, I'm not as bought into it but like with this and like BoJack like I would be I, I was very into it like I actually cared about what was going on and it was like more than just the surface level of like oh this is a cartoon like um, I was I was I was very into it and I'm very interested to see what they go with uh, the next couple of seasons so uh, they have, uh, they definitely have a, a platform to work with, uh, a runway to work with for where they want to go from here. Again, like Robert Kirkman involved, the thing that he's best at, creating a world. Uh, I think The Walking Dead uh, has proven from what he's done with that that he is able to to build a world and and kind of make definitely make it feel lived in right away. And I I think that's what he did with Invincible, and he's got a, he's got a lot to work with. So I really enjoyed it. Can't wait to see where this goes. I, I don't know when we can expect seasons two or three yet, but they have been announced. So plenty of time to jump on board. So for Jared and anybody else at home, big recommends for Invincible season one is in its entirety is now on Amazon Prime. So a couple big recommendations, uh, some things to go check out. Going into a lot of movies coming out in, in May and June. Um, Jared, for, for this weekend, um, it feels like a little bit of a lighter weekend compared to what, what seems to be coming behind it. Um, but what, what, uh, what are you looking at for this weekend coming up? That is a good question. Uh, I think this weekend it's, uh, there's a Netflix movie called Monster coming out and, um, shoot, what else? Did I tell you? I don't remember. Uh, Wrath of Man. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, uh, Guy Ritchie movie. With uh, Jason mm-hmm. Jason Statham, on Jason Statham, Jason Statham, I can't do him either. John Cena, John I know, Cena. Um, I don't know anything about Jupiter's Legacy, but I know that was another one. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, apparently, it's a comic book or a graphic novel. They adapted it, and it's coming out to Netflix. I think like a eight, six to eight episode series. Um, I have not watched that, and who knows if I have time to watch that, but. If you want more superhero content, uh, check that out. Otherwise, you know, every Friday right now, The Bad Batch on Disney+. Plus. Booyah, booyah. The last one that uh, that I'm hoping to check out, Andrew Garfield is starring in this one called Mainstream. And he is, uh, he's like a shitty social media influencer who is going through, I don't know what he's, what he's doing, but he, I, the trailer, he's totally unhinged and crazy and it looks fucking hilarious. So... Um, there are some things coming out, nothing blockbustery, but um, here in the next few weeks, a lot of big releases coming out on Netflix and in the theaters. If yours is open, mine fucking isn't anymore. But um, <laughs> those are some of the stuff that you can expect coming soon. It's coming right for us! And that's going to wrap up this week's What Did You Watch? What? 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 What did you watch? All right, folks. Well, we are just about done with this here episode. But before we go, better leave you with one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. I'll be quick on my one more thing this week. Very excited. The day of the release of this podcast, I will be getting my second COVID vaccination shot. Very excited to be finally vaxxed, waxed, and ready to attacks. 
that's going to be my um, my theme for the for the summer. But uh, ready to get that wrapped up, and after a little bit of incubation period, get get back out into the world a little bit more than I have been. If they open up my goddamn movie theater, then I'll be ready to go back and start doing that. But um, just looking forward to getting that done, and want to encourage folks out there go get the goddamn shots uh, if you haven't yet. Uh, there's a chance for everyone to go do it now, so go do the shit. Yeah, uh, I can't think of anything uh, too crazy that's going on for me. I am just going to say that I did get my second shot, um, and I'm ready to, you know, just go out, party, do some crazy, crazy stuff, um, <laughs> maybe drink whole milk, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of milk, I did not have any while I enjoyed my recently delivered uh, gooey <gasps> on the inside cookies. Oh, man. Did you eat some? I've eaten uh, lots of them, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do have a few left, but uh, yes, they did arrive. I ordered, uh, came with six, so I ordered two uh, chocolate chip, two peanut butter chocolate chip, a Dunkaroo, and a birthday cake. Um, I, of course, tried the chocolate chip first. Um, you know, your standard cookie, your classic. I you think you got to judge, uh, you know, how good some food is going to be based off the classic item. Um, happy to report chocolate chip was delicious. Then I moved on to the uh, Dunkaroo and the birthday cake ones. Um, both pretty good, uh, better than I anticipated. The birthday cake was basically like your, uh, you know, your, your birthday cake, uh, like the confetti cake kind of on the inside. I was worried they were going to have like sprinkles in there. They did not. Um, so it just tasted like a birthday cake. Um, pretty good. And all these cookies when you cook them, which is nice having an air fryer that has a bake setting on it. Um, you put it back in the oven for uh, like 12 minutes, and then it so it like kind of hardens the outside, and then the inside it's all gooey and stuff, oh, um, which fuck. is pretty tasty. <laughs> the Dunkaroo kind of had like a like an icing in the middle, like a like a cinnamon, like a maybe not even cinnamon, but like a cinnamon roll type icing, um, and then it came with like some additional icing, and it came with sprinkles, but it threw those out. So uh, that was pretty tasty. And then the peanut butter chocolate chip, I think, has actually been my favorite one so far. Uh, I think they got the gooiness just perfectly right. Uh, and the peanut butter cookie itself is is very tasty. So I'll probably be finishing out the last two this weekend at some point. But awesome cookies. If you're, if you're uh, looking to get uh, something off Gold Belly that's not too crazy expensive, uh, they have, uh, I think these are around like 40 bucks if I remember right. And you get six cookies. Kind of pricey for a cookie, but... You know, you don't have to go to New York to get it. It's coming to you. So I'd recommend these. The way you earnestly review cookies is, is awesome to mm-hmm. me. And, and I will say effective because I am I am hungry, salivating, and to be honest, a little bit aroused. Uh, these cookies sound pretty <laughs> fucking amazing. So um, I, w- I, w- I would say save me one, but I, I'm not an idiot. So uh, enjoy, the, <laughs> enjoy the remaining cookies. I'm glad those are living up to the hype. Um, get yourself some gooey in the middle cookies on Gold Belly, and also get yourself some goddamn COVID Gooey shots. on the inside. What did, what did I say? Gooey in the middle. Oh, sorry, I was thinking of something else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> gooey on the outside, COVID shots on the inside. That's it for one more thing. But I'm down to I just realized I fucked it up again when I said it for the, anyway, (laughs) that's going to do it for episode 194 of the show. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, A lot of fun this week. Shouts out to Taco John's for being our, our uh, Mexican food champ and lots of other exciting and fun stuff this week on the show. 
Uh, Jared, we have uh, our upcoming live show over there on the YouTube page. At Jared Buckendall. So some folks are probably hustling over there to get uh, get subscribed and make sure that they're uh, aware of that coming up. What can those folks expect this coming week on the J-Buck Studios channel? Uh, this weekend, I might have a couple reviews this weekend. Uh, wow, I just said weekend twice. I don't know what's happening. Weekend, weekend. Weekend, weekend. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, some Netflix content. But I'm trying to maybe, you know, turn things a little bit where I'm not doing, you know, five videos a week. I'm doing maybe two um, higher produced, uh, edited, uh, scripted type stuff. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, again, I, I usually say this like every three months and never follow through. But this time, <laughs> it's actually happening. Be there, people. There you go. Do it. Working on some scripts. I like it. I like it. Don't forget to get over to the TikTok as well. J-Buck Studios pumping out that great content every day is the place to see that short form stuff. Nothing else, I think, for us to, to pimp out this week other than keep an eye out for the SoCo show on the floor is lava. We'll keep you guys updated on progress <laughs> as, as we try to get on the show there. But uh, finally, just big shout out to all of our sponsors as well as all of our anchor wankers. Appreciate you guys helping Wank out the out. show, helping helping Welcome. keeping it growing and going. Um, again, Please uh, help us out by sharing this episode with some friends of yours, helping us grow the party a little bit. And um, look forward to some exciting SoCo announcements coming up very, very soon. Um, so a lot more to come. Anyways, that's going to wrap us up for the week. Hope you enjoyed a great uh, May the 4th and a great Cinco de Mayo. Uh, we'll be back in seven days with more SoCo shows. So for the bro host, Jared Buckendall, and the so host, Seth Ott, I've been the co-host, Cody Michael, and we will see you next week. Bye.